We are officially live for, is this EP9? EP9, episode 9? Nine, nine on 9-9. Nine, nine. Kai, 9 on 9-9. Nine, nine. I sound like uh, Herman Cain, you know? 9-9-9. Nine, nine, nine. If God only wants 10% of your money, the government shouldn't want more than 9%. Rest in peace, Rest in peace Herman, Herman yeah, Cain. So we are back to uh, uh, episode number 9 with uh, our buddy Tom Zenner and Adam Sauce. We got a lot of things to cover today. By the way, I had no idea this entire time. Kai's been working with us for nearly two years. You know that. Wow. We went and had lunch yesterday. I had no idea Kai was a diehard Kim Kardashian fan. <laughs> I had no idea he was the guy that followed every single Keeping Up With Kardashian. Do you wish you would have known that two years ago when you hired him? I think it would have made a difference. I would have been a little you, bit. You would have paid him more off the yeah, top, wouldn't you? I would have said, you know, I like your marketing strategies and the way you go about business. Good for but, you, Kai. Uh, yeah, good for you, Kai. Much respect. Kai sex tape coming out soon. So we are back with uh, episode number nine. Guys, if you're just tuning in, press the thumbs up. Uh, Thumbs up button. I know we didn't do it yesterday. Some of you guys were asking, St. Pat, I thought you guys were going to do a podcast yesterday. We didn't. Uh, you will know very soon why. We got a lot of crazy things that's going on right now with uh, my life. A lot of uh, very, very big, big, big movements taking place. But I think in the next six to eight weeks, I'm probably going to unveil some things that are happening. And uh, you will know why some of these weird things are going on today. But we got a lot mm -hmm. of topics to cover. Here's some of them. Let me just say to you up front, then we'll get into it. Obviously, Kardashian's show uh, apparently is the last. Is it 20th season, Kai? You know the facts on that 20th season. Uh, <laughs> tech stocks took a major hit. Stimulus round two, we're going to talk about that. Adam's got an update for us with that. Peloton rides COVID-19 wave with a massive announcement they made. Tesla stock drops tremendously. I think Elon Musk lost a lot of money. Uh, this week, uh, don't worry about him. He's going to be fine. But he did lose a lot of money. A new competitor is coming up against Tesla. Buffett invests in Snowflake. You know, Uber is planning on going electric by 2040. Germany putting pressure on Russia regarding poisoning. Trump might be spending his own money to win re-election. Renters update from CDC that'll shock you. Renters in U.S. cannot be evicted through the end of the year due to coronavirus CDC order states. We'll cover that. And then I saw a video for the state of California, which I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch that video. The homeless video. Uh, yeah, the homeless. Kai, can you prepare that video? I think we start off with California because I love California so much. You know, you, you see uh, uh, Paul just got back from uh, California, California, and he went to Hollywood. He couldn't believe it, right, the whole idea of what's going on with California with homelessness. And I kept watching all these videos with people talking about California with homelessness, California with homelessness, California with homelessness. Have you seen homelessness in California? I'm like, no, I have not. I've not been following it at all. And then I see this video. Uh, Kai, if you want to prepare the video, I want you to watch this video on what homelessness looks like in the state of California. This is, uh, before you press play, hang on. This is not Fox bashing California. This is not CNN defending California. This is not MSNBC. This is just a basic news NBC telling you what's going on with homelessness in the state of California. Press play, Kai. It's a trend you've probably seen more of during the pandemic, even though it's illegal. New encampments have been popping up throughout it's LA crazy. in the last five months. Mayor Eric Garcetti and LA County officials vowed to get people off the streets during the pandemic. But as NBC4i team investigator Joel Grover is finding like a third world country. Outside, it literally does. Appears to have multiplied. Two women beat the summer heat in a <laughs> pool set up on a sidewalk at a new encampment in Venice. 
To fill the pool, they tapped into the water line from the building next door. In other parts Isn't of Venice, illegal? there are also new encampments. On the beach, on the world famous I've never, boardwalk. I live 24 years year in California. I've been all, all these streets I see. I know all these streets. Pat, the only thing California Bro, that's a golf course. That's a golf course. Venice resident Alan Parsons. It's a failure of the local government to For address two years, I was in Venice every single week. I know these streets. That's the city. That's what I've never seen that. Taking up entire blocks that used to have no tents. Now watch why this though. encampment that used to cover just the sidewalk under the 101 okay, freeway. Okay, I've seen Gower this. So this you'll see in California under bridges. In the middle of the street this too. isn't uncommon. How have we surrendered to the fact that that's normal? Well, watch. Estela Lopez represents downtown businesses in the area that includes. This is Skid not Row. common. In addition to COVID, is the city worried about what else is growing underneath those encampments? People are sitting in their own waste. We have had typhus. We have had tuberculosis, staph, ro rodents, Shh. fleas, bed bugs. All of that is living in these encampments. Law enforcement tells the I-team there are now more homeless on the streets for two reasons. First, starting in April, to stem the spread of COVID behind bars, California jails look, look and this. prisons began releasing 3,500 nonviolent inmates Release. out onto the streets. Remember Skid when Row Iran announced they released 50,000 Kai? Recently released from county jail California released 3,500. A home or friends or family to go to. Also, the city of LA stopped enforcing several laws during the pandemic. For example, they're not enforcing the ordinance that the forbids law, the homeless from go. having bulky items at their tents. That's why you're now seeing huge encampments That's with sofas, to me. mattresses, and yes, Fifth even largest economy in the world. Mayor Garcetti has boasted this summer that more and more housing has been built for the homeless, like this bridge home shelter in Venice. So to Eric Garcetti, Problem I would solved. say that this yeah, is anything but it. success. The mayor's website says when a bridge home shelter opens, so the crazy. city will establish I'm in enforcement India. zones to ensure that you know, tents about their are taken slums. down. Yeah. How is but California now Venice having their Bridge own home, form of slums? New tents are being you can set press up pause at this point, Kai. We get the idea. I mean, look, 24 years I lived in California. Every Christmas morning at 5 a.m., myself and 50 of our guys would go to Skid Row. Every morning, Christmas morning, we'd go to Skid Row. Mm -hmm. And we would go buy 500 cheeseburgers from McDonald's and we'd give it away. And we'd have our friends, we'd get up and... We'd go give away food, blankets, toothpaste, yeah. toothbrush, but you know, all this kind of stuff. You'd, I mean, I understand yeah. Skid Row. It's always right. been and like that. It took a couple hours, right? It took a couple You'd hours. You'd be doing yeah. that to the 4th of July now, and that would be just but, Venice and downtown LA. But the point I'm trying to make to you is we saw this in Skid Row. Right. Fine. And by the way, a lot of the people on Skid Row, regular people that had jobs that they're now on Skid Row, these are not people that you think they're homeless. But to have this happening? I can't believe okay, it. Okay, they, they barely touched on the worst problem. If you want to get somebody going on this, Dr. Drew, he used to have a radio show in L.A. Yes. Now he, he doesn't really have that radio show anymore. But every day, that's all he talked about was the homeless problem. And it, I had to turn it off. It's so – I mean, look, if you really know what's going to happen from this, it's the disease. It's, it's the rats that are transmitting all these fatal diseases all over these streets. It's going to be a huge health issue. The other thing, too, is the city of L.A., Probably if they watch that video, the politicians in California, the only thing they would be upset about is, remember at the beginning of the video, they showed that car seat that they had in one of the yes. encampments? It was from a car. Yes. No seatbelt.
I mean, they're going to have to ticket those people, maybe get them off the street immediately. That's probably but what they it, would catch. You know, it's depressing. It's depressing. It gets worse every single week, too. So not being a California guy, tell me about Skid Row. Like, what is that the name of the street? Is that the name of the area? Is yeah, it like the homeless Skid, vibe? Yeah, that's what it is. Skid Row okay. is in downtown, uh, 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 not the safest area. It's where a lot of the home. It's a lot of where the shelters are as well. Gotcha. But when you go there, there's uh, homeless people on each side of the street. Very normal, and I've seen this my entire life living yeah. in L.A., okay? And I've been in every single pocket of L.A. When, when, when you sell insurance and you're running appointments, guess what streets you go to? Every street. I've driven 200,000 miles in L.A., ranging from, you know, all the way up in Palmdale to Quartz Hill to Lancaster. Shout out to Cindy Cobos and Patricia Cobos. I've been all over Palmdale, Lancaster with my appointments to Valencia, mm-hmm to Canyon Country, to Granada Hills, to Simi Valley, Inland Empire. to Inland Empire, to San Bernardino Valley, to You Pasadena. know the entire lay of the When land. I tell you yeah. everywhere, I've never seen this. No. So where I've is this never happening? Seen exactly. this is anywhere it's everywhere. It didn't exist insane. until a few, a year ago. Not really? even Hollywood. Is this COVID? Is this a horrible um, no, this is California. bureaucratic this is not politics? This is, is this just this is a not bunch COVID. of nonsensical people no, this running is, the show? This what is, is this? This is not COVID. This is, this is state of California politics. That's what that is. It's state of California politics. Look, you, remember we talked about San Francisco. By the way, if you're listening to this and you are in California, yeah. in SoCal, you tell us when you're driving and you're going to work. You, you know this, that you know, Valuetainment and the audience that we have is 195 plus different countries. So it's not like everybody's from America. That's only 30% of our audience that's from America. For those of you that are in California, if you're in California, what does it look like? Explain to us when you go to work what it looks like in California. Here's what it is. Look, homelessness has always been a problem. It's nothing new. There's in some, California, no, in the United America, no, in the period. World, I'm talking yeah, about the fact it. that it's an issue that is there right now. You talked about San Francisco a couple weeks ago when you took your – matter of fact, I think it was last week yeah. Last week when you talked about you and uh, uh, one of your girlfriends that you went to San Francisco and she was kind of like, I cannot believe what it looks like day one. Mm-hmm. She wanted to go. One of my favorite spots to go, Jen and I, we have a blast in San Francisco, right, to see what's happened in San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco is one of the most expensive real estate in the world. It should right. not be experiencing. So when you go to India, I went to Bombay, okay? I went to Bombay and I stayed there for a handful of days. And I was speaking at IIT. Okay, they had 5,000 people there. And I told my driver, I want to go to the slums. He says, well, where do you want to go to the slums? I said, take me to any slum. So he said, there's slums everywhere. So we started going to slums. And when you go to the slums in India, the slums could be right next to a billionaire's house. Hmm. The slums could be in Bollywood. Meaning Beverly Hills is here, Rodeo Drive. Next street is the slums. So they don't have a whole zip code. This is the rich community. This is, you know, Brooklyn Heights. Or this is, you know, Miami Fisher Island. This is, they don't have things like that. You could be in Miami Fisher Island of India. Next door to you is the slums. That's India. California is starting to look like Bombay. That's what's starting to look like. It's starting to look like yeah. the slums of India yeah. is happening to California. Yeah. You know, I saw this great story in the Daily Mail a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, so many people look at America when they want to come here and they think of uh, Gold's Gym in Venice. And I, I may have mentioned this before, but when you go to Gold's Gym in Venice right now, I mean, literally, it is blocks and blocks of homeless people all the way to the front door. I mean, you're stepping on. You don't know what you're stepping on. I mean, this is de- okay, the garbage that is created from these encampments is unbelievable. And that happens to trickle away from some of these 
tent cities that have popped up all over. And everywhere you look, it's just garbage because it's just crap everywhere. Everything is left outside. The, uh, the health hazard that this is going to turn into in about a year is going to blow people's minds. It's so depressing. By the way, somebody it. just commented right now saying California's uh, uh, homelessness in L.A. has increased 65,000 people. 65,000 people. Uh, 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 that was said by uh, uh, Anthony Kamel. Uh, Here's Hazem uh, Shrabach. Says, I go to university in San Diego and I like to run and I see so many homeless people everywhere. It's really sad to witness. By the way, you know, it, it, th this is how the system works. If your state offers a lot of social programs and if your state doesn't offer social programs, let me explain both and I'll kind of paint this picture for you. And you see where I'm going with this. Imagine you decide to start a state, okay? And I decide to start a state. In my state, I say, listen, you come, you don't pay taxes. But guess what? You got to figure yourself out. You got to make your money. I don't have any social programs for you if you come to my state. But you don't have to pay me taxes. The only taxes you'll pay, if you want to use the express lane in my freeway, we spend $150 million for that. You're going to have to pay $3 to go on that express lane. If you come to my state, if you want to buy property, you're going to pay property tax. In my state, you're going to pay taxes for things you use, okay? But your state says, we're not like the other guy. That guy, all he cares about is money in the state of Texas, Florida, Nevada, these states. In my state, if you come here, I'll give you social programs. I'll give you shelter. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. In return, you have to pay me 13.3% of your taxes. And by the way, if you're not making $300,000 or $200,000 or $100,000, it doesn't affect you anyways. But we will give you all these social programs. Who's going to attract? What kind of people is your state going to attract? What right. kind of people is my state going to attract? This is the exact yeah, definition sure. I get of what, it. I get it. what Texas is attracting and what mm -hmm. the state it, of California is attracting. It sounded like attracting. A, a gubernatorial debate there. I mean, that was almost an exact script from some of those states. You know, and I, th yeah. I think I think a Republican could win in California on the homeless issue alone. If they proposed a plan that would actually get these people off the street, I, I don't even know what the answer is. What do you do? I mean, they're trying luxury hotels. You know that they're going into luxury hotels, too. New York, California, they're go Santa Monica in these areas. They're trying that. Uh no, no one even talks about it. You know, they have reporters at some of the local affiliates in, in L.A. That's all they cover. They're investigative reporters that used to cover scandal and, and things like that. Yeah. All they do is the homeless issue, and nothing's changing. I, when I worked at Burger King in, in Glendale, I worked at Burger Yes, I did work at Burger King, by the way, just so you guys know. And I loved it. I, when I worked at Burger King, I was a chef. Okay, I like to chef. call myself a chef. This is at what age? I made 16 years old. 16. Okay? Wearing a medium shirt. Starting out fresh. He started as a sous chef and worked shirt, his way by up. By the way, just so you know that. Medium <laughs> shirt because my boss, Eddie... Didn't have an Excel shirt for a guy that was 6'2 at the time. So my lower back was always out because I'm bending over to make the Whopper no uh, onions. But we, we, had, <laughs> we, had, that. we had these three homeless guys that would constantly try to come in. And I was the guy because I was a bigger guy. He would say, Chef slash bouncer? Yeah, that's what it was. I was the guy that they would come and say, hey, you need to tell those guys to leave. So every time they would come in, tell them to leave because they're disturbing the customers here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'd go out. I'm like, hey, you guys got to leave. You, hey, what are you doing? Hey, John, what are you doing? You got to leave. You can't be in here. So I'd go ask him to leave, right? I Burger King when I worked there. Today, you can't stop them. Because mm -hmm. if you do it today, they can complain and say, how dare you not oh, yeah. let people in? It's a yeah. very <laughs> sensitive environment. You can't ask the oh, homeless no. hey, people to leave your restaurant. I'll take it one step it, further. It, it shows a lack of uh, uh, empathy yes. for homeless people that need to be 
in a warm place. How dare you say things like that? So they can come at like 7-Eleven. You could only stand outside. And if you wanted to go inside, nowadays yeah. it's slightly different. With who the way who complained? Like the Karen police? Who's, of course who, the Karen police. It's not the actual police that show no, up like, yeah, no, you can't no, be throwing no, homeless no, people no, But the city will no, do no. something about it. Here's city the other thing. And this, this is real. Like the encampments in downtown L.A. are so bad. They're just unbelievable. And they, and they seep into residential sidewalks in front of high-rise buildings. They tried to renovate downtown L.A., as yeah. you know, right? Tons of uh, condos, lofts, oh, yeah. business, you know, around Staples Center, L.A. Live. They did a great job. Yep. It was thriving. And then, boom, pandemic. Lakers no longer playing their Clippers. Yep. Kings, done. Downtown shuts down. It's a ghost town right now. Business is bailing. So the homeless situation just keeps creeping and creeping into these nice high-rise areas. Yep. Do you know that if there's a homeless encampment on a sidewalk or creeping onto a sidewalk or property of a high-rise, building owners are not allowed to turn on the sprinklers to water the grass because that would be harassment. Mm. They're not allowed. So I think what we're trying to say yeah. is, folks, California is recruiting people. <laughs> if you want to go to an incredible state to pay high taxes with great uh, 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 welfare benefits, uh, it's a great state to consider if those things are important to yeah. you. They are heavily recruiting right now, especially Mayor Garcetti <laughs> is recruiting. What's, yeah, the, uh, what's the solution, though? Because obviously we've that's identified good, the problem. That's here. a good what question. What can be done here? You know, here's my I fear. have my thoughts. I, I'd like to hear Tom's. Well, here, I'll just say this first. You know, the thing that scares me is the smart people are leaving. People that could actually come up with a solution are bailing on the state. Could you imagine if Elon Musk tackled this problem for a little bit instead of boring a hole from Hawthorne? To LAX, you know, for a tunnel. If he had, or if smart people got together, people that know what they're doing, that aren't, you know, politically biased, the problem could be solved. But, you know, the smart people are bailing on the state. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a big issue because okay, th think about it this way. So one, what is the other thing California is known for? Every single year that it happens, and they can't figure out a solution for it. Fires. What is it? Fires. And you saw the last fire that happened, right? Unbelievable. Kai, do you have a video of the last one? By the way, I'm going to get to your question yeah, here yeah, about yeah, California. Yeah. But you've seen the fires. Prepare that for a second. We'll get in. While you're looking for it, I'm going to give my points here. So don't worry about it. How, you can erase what you're searching, How many people are hearing this Kai. considering moving to Go California? Back, yeah. And they're just like, fuck but, that. But here's what I tell you. Here's what I tell you. Okay. You ever see a kid? that's a, uh, um, a spoiled brat, okay? You ever see a spoiled brat? Mm -hmm. How does somebody become a spoiled brat? Are you born being a spoiled brat? Your parents raise you. How does one yeah. become a spoiled brat? Yeah. No, no parameters, no, yeah. no boundaries. When you, you ever see a kid you talk to and he says, yes, sir, yes, absolutely. Parenting. Yes, ma'am. How did you learn that? You, you, you think you were born saying yes, sir, yes, ma'am? That is not accidental, right? Uh, Kai, we hear the audio. That's not accidental, right? You don't just all of a sudden say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. you, you ever seen somebody who is very proper, very clean the way they take care of themselves? You ever seen somebody that's dirty? The kid that would come to school that was dirty, filthy, nails were dirty, and everybody would make fun of the kid. It's not the kid's fault. Kids not coming to school being dirty. Kids coming to school because parents didn't check the kid's nails, fix the kid's hair, fix you know what he looked like, spend some time with the kid. You, that, that starts off with leadership from the top. When you have a certain way of thinking and philosophy, when a company has a culture, mm -hmm. when a company lacks a culture, when a company lacks a vision, what happens? You lose the best people. The only people that stick around are the people that you're just glad to have a salary. I'm just glad to have a job. California's culture from the top and philosophy is so broken that if they don't do something about it soon, this thing's gonna get worse and worse and worse. By the way, there's only so much you can pay CNN and MSNBC to show California as the greatest place on the planet. There's only so much. NBC doesn't care politics. That's a SoCal News, NBC, that has to report what's going on in California yeah, with homelessness. 
the local news is reporting what's going on to the cities. But few people listen to the local news. Only the people that live there listen to the local news. Most of the people consume their news from what? You don't listen to NBC Anaheim. You don't listen to NBC Downtown LA. You listen to CNN. You listen to MSNBC. Fox. I'm a Fox guy. Come on. Yeah, you listen to Varney and Friends. Like, you listen to guys like that, right? So you don't know what's going on locally. But I tell you, when I see this and my dad sends another video, my dad sent me a video the other day. I think I showed it to you. Yeah, of course. I could not believe we never. I thought that was the video that you were going to show me initially. No, that's a a different video. My dad, I said, Dad, I don't believe it. He says, let me show you a video where I live. And he sends me the video, 100 homeless people outside of his house. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen that in That was the video of Mario's like, I used to play soccer there. I, I know exactly that. Yeah, I'm like, you know, and it, it's like the leaves changing in the fall. It's just subtle, right? You see a couple, you know, homeless people in your community or on this street, and then it turns into a small encampment, yeah. and then it becomes the new normal. That's the scary thing is this is just creeped in, and it's, and it's spreading. I mean, it is spreading through because you can't all be downtown L.A. They're moving towards the beaches. They're moving west. And, you know, the, the culture in California is empathy for everybody. Right. Yeah. It starts with that governor level and the mayor in L.A., uh, governor or uh, Mayor Garcetti. So when you have empathy for everybody, there's no discipline. There's no focus. There's no consequences for anything. Really, you can get away with anything in this country almost right now. Courts aren't even open. Yeah. You know, so, so that's that part. Now, go to the other part. Uh, Kai, did you find a video or no? Did you find a video where in California there was a fire from a gender reveal? reveal and by the way i don't know if you've seen when they do these gender reveals what it looks like this is kind of what it looks like this is not the exact one but watch this a gender reveal party went terribly wrong a gender reveal party you see the fire okay that fire ended up costing 80 million dollars but this is two years ago gives you an example of the explosion this is just an example of a gender reveal now go back go back kai and show the other video of what just happened in California right now. 7,000 acres right there. You can play that one. That's one of them. Gordon, Rick, you won't believe how this fire started. More on that in just a moment. From our vantage point, the flames have died down a bit, but this is still a very active and dangerous wildfire forward? threatening homes. About evacuation orders because, of course, that's Norway, what's on everybody. And the guys. North Bench, Ukaipa, specifically By the north way, this of Ukaipa like Boulevard and East. Okay. They now but know it's the not cause. a movie. Now, now, does this blaze mean it was a boy or girl? Yeah, that's, when you that's, cover nine mountain, right. mountaintops, I think kid, that's a boy. By the way, that triplets. kid is going to end up either being someone that could cause Armageddon or that kid's yeah. going to change the world. But, hey, you're being born and you're saying, by the way, just so you know, my parents caused the fire yeah. in California that caused yeah. this. And, and apparently they want to uh, get money from the parents for causing the fire. Like, what are you going to do? Hey, parents of this, you know, gender reveal you did. Here's a bill for you, $7.2 billion. <laughs> right. When are you going to pay it off? You know, and that, that voiceover was kind of whimsical for that Inside Edition story. But, I mean, think of all the people that are now homeless because of this fire. I mean, that's a real, real catastrophe. You know, it just shows how narcissistic you are. I mean, can you think of anything really right now outside your own family? I mean, people are kind of closing ranks and thinking about themselves and trying to, you know, take care of their own problems. But to invite people out into a dry grassland just so you can tell them what your child's sex is going to be? How narcissistic. I mean, those people need to be punished in some way, shape, or form, right? I mean, they talked about pressing charges, but, I mean, we're not going to put them in jail well, or anything. I, I don't, don't want to make Adam feel uncomfortable because he told me he wants to one day do the gender reveal of his child like that. I want to use a machine he wants gun to, He wants to do it like A flamethrower. In the so homeless uh, you're, You qualify. Everybody brings their own gasoline. Oh, well, I think, I think it's, it's fair, fair to say California leads uh, uh, amongst all states in narcissists. They produce a lot of narcissists. And empathy. And they do good in business, but go well, ahead. Just 
a couple a couple of quick facts. Um, you mentioned this yesterday. This gender reveal thing has not been around for decades and decades and decades. I think it's been going on for you know 10, 12 years. It started with a a lady who slid uh, cut into a cake. Oh, the cake's blue. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's what it was supposed to be. Then it you know shot off uh, you know, like a you know a kindergartner firework. Okay, cool. No big deal. Um, but now people are taking machine guns and pyrotechnics. It's it's out of control. But I mean, this this kind of stuff isn't happening. When it comes to the Arizona fire, by the way, the people did get a bill for like eight point five million dollars, the machine gun in Arizona. And it was a cop, I think, who actually did that. Now, these people in California are probably going to get a bill. But I found this out. Eighty percent of fires, these ridiculous arson fires are man-made yeah man-made just idiots you know oh they're smoking a cigarette they throw it on the ground so there needs to be some stricter laws in the west like this doesn't happen on the east coast new york city didn't you know go up in flames because someone had a gender reveal party it's obviously the elements of nature and on the west coast kai you know what to be more careful kai you know what i wouldn't mind doing i wouldn't mind getting somebody in that world what didn't they make a movie about a firefighter that they try to put out these fast fires Movie came out four years ago with actually a very good actor. What was that movie's name? You guys know which one I'm talking about? Just came out three, four years ago. It was about uh, how to put out fires, and one of the main heroes ends up dying. If anybody's watching this, do you remember that so movie? So you're saying they could hit, like, when these just start, yeah, they I, could get them? I, I, here's what I think. I think, you know, okay, you're in California. What is it called? Only the Brave. Yeah, I remember that. It's a good movie, by the way. Only the Brave. I was thinking when Chuck and Larry got married. That yeah, was that's a, the that kind was, of movies was, you yeah. would watch. But, you know, <laughs> so, uh, but, but, but there was also Backdraft back in the days. Backdraft. Here's, here's what Russell. I think. You're in California. Every year this time, we have fires. Every year this Ridiculous. time, we have fires. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you take math? And if it's always – like, Kai, Kai, can you look up when the fires happen? Is it always in September, yeah, August? Because it's, it's September, August. It's starting right? early this year, I think. Okay. So say it's August, September. Why don't you during that time recruit, I don't know, 50,000 firefighters from other states, okay, 10,000 firefighters, or reactivate mm -hmm. firefighters that were retired firefighters and put them in certain spots just for that two-month period that in case something were to happen, we get to it immediately. California has access to the smartest brains, and they can't figure this out. Yeah. Hey, Governor Newsom, you know, the, the son-in-law of Nancy Pelosi, why don't you go bring a meeting together and have a meeting with the Musks of the world? I think he tried to do something. Even pr the guy prior to him was doing it, Brown. He was trying to do something. He actually put up a meeting together. He was listening to Republicans. But why don't you put a meeting together and figure out how to solve this? Yeah. Everyone's being affected by this. I don't know how many times I've driven on the 405 freeway. You know how you're coming back yeah. from the airport, you're going to the valley? You drive through the 405 freeway, Adam? Fires on both sides. Yeah. Like and you're just driving through. It's like you think you're in a movie. This is normal. This is normal at the season. When is, when is the season, Kai? Uh, Did you look it up? It's the fall. I mean, that's when everything's dry. You know, you've had a summer of no rain. So you're saying All almost having like National ground. Guard out there where they can respond to I think so. when it's a few hundred acres, because, they can get it and knock it yeah, down before because, it turns into 10,000? Because if Kai is saying, if, if Adam is saying, uh, 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 if Adam is saying, does it say season or no? May through October. Okay. It's summer. Yeah. Summer. So, so if Adam is saying, 
80%. And I've seen that stat before. Yeah. 80% man of fires made. are man-made. Well, you know where most of them are from. The utility companies. PG&E, you know, where the sparks, they have sparks on the power lines yeah. in the merely remote areas. Yeah. Boom, the sparks cause these fires. The last three years, it's been, the, I mean, billions and billions and billions of dollars in settlements that they've had to do. I've always thought, why can't you have a little bit more irrigation underneath the power lines to make sure that if there are sparks, they're not going to torch, you know, 15 communities? Like the wine country has just been devastated the last few years with fires and these things come in pat in some of those towns with the winds that are whipping they'll take out the entire town right a town of like four or five thousand people like nothing standing all the houses burned down well, everything the, the businesses the houses because you know they're up against these mountains and man it's, it's devastating i don't know look here's all i know is if you run a company and every may through october the same problem happens and you don't figure out a way to solve it over a 20-year yeah. period you're fired yeah and, and by the way, this okay. is not a small little cost here to the state. This is a big tax to the state. It's the people. You mean to tell me you cannot figure out these fires that are happening? Uh, uh, my dad sent me a whole long plan saying all these aqueducts, you know, all these, uh, how do you pronounce it? Did I pronounce aqueducts, it right? Yeah, 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 all these water. He says, you're next to the ocean. I understand if the fires are happening and you're in the middle of America, like not Next you're to in freaking Nebraska, and there's no lake or no right, water. You're yeah. right next to the ocean, and all these global warming folks are saying the ice glaciers are melting, which means you have access to more water because water tides are coming up. You can't figure out a better system to solve this thing. I don't know. I'm not in that world, but hey, guys, I want to thank you for getting me excited to go back to California. Yeah, yeah. The end of the week. thank you. <laughs> By the way, th there has never been a better commercial for California yeah, than the, yes. the first 20 minutes of this episode. We got fires. We got arson. Get homeless. Come on through to California. The Life's state. great. Yeah, so Rico Cali says, let Soy Boy out in the wild, LOL, so we can teach him how to fish him. And his political following needs to get those toes wet. By the way, they, this Soy Boy name, you are the only person ever that's yeah. had a nickname like this. And that sucks. Stuck. You know, it's a very impressive it thing. It sucks or it's stuck? It's stuck. You know, it's very special. It's By stuck. the way, we'll since we're it. talking about all these zip codes, we just talked a lot about California zip codes. Yeah. How about let's talk about the richest zip code in America? We should have can, people guess what they can think Can anybody it is. take a wild guess who, what is the richest zip code in America without Googling it? I just want you yeah. to write it down. What is the richest zip code in America? If you were to guess what is the richest zip code in America, what would you say? There's, a, there's well, also a 0% chance that this area is going to be burning down. You think Greenwich, right? You think maybe Southern Cal Greenwich. or something. You think Greenwich. You think Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. You would think certain parts, you know, in uh, – uh, uh, but you would, you would think Greenwich Mar -a -Lago. and Mar-a-Lago, San, you know, San Francisco up north, you know, certain mm -hmm. areas. But no, it is – People are putting zip codes here. You got <laughs> DC, you got Jupiter, Florida. That's actually a good guess, Jupiter, Jupiter. Florida. By the way, Kevin said 32256, very close. Uh, Tony got it. Tony Piella got it. One, two, three, four, five. Tony got the zip code hey, right. Hey, Tony, way to go. <laughs> Joseph Ness got it. Fisher Island yes. is the richest zip code. That uh, uh, answer by uh, uh, our buddy is sponsored by Google. So phenomenal <laughs> job for being able to Google it. But Fisher Island is the richest zip code, 33109. A seven-minute ferry ride from Miami Beach is the richest zip code in the U.S. with the residents earning an average of $2.2 million a year income. Uh, on Fisher Island, millionaires drive around on golf carts, lounge on beaches, and sand imports from Bahamas and vacations and condos worth over $40 million. On Fisher Island, millionaires drive around okay, uh, with an average of, okay, got that, median home value, $2.9 million. This does not include $250,000 initial charge and annual fees of 22256 So I got a story for you about Fisher Island. 
So while we're looking at Florida, while we're looking at homes in Florida, uh, I asked my uh, uh, pilot to take me to look at homes because everybody's telling me look at homes in Star Island and look at homes right. in Fisher Island. So we get on a helicopter and we fly, and I, we have the footage of it to look at the home. So when you're looking at homes in that area, you kind of go and you, you kind of get a feel about angles. Do you like this? When I went and looked at Fisher Island, I said, let me get this straight. If I live on this island, if I just want to get off the island and go do something in the middle of the night, you, you, it's not a, hey, you are got an exit, mm-hmm. you're good. You got the seven-minute ferry. You have to take a ferry. If, if the ferry's available. If the ferry's available. You pretty much have to be either retired or have it as a vacation home to be living yeah. in Fisher Island. Now, you're from the Miami Beach area, South Florida uh, area. Mm-hmm. What could you tell us about Fisher Island? Have you ever been on yeah, it? Have I've you been, been to a party? I've been, I've been What's many a times, many a times. I remember going my first time. I was like 15 or 16 and came from a very just normal, average household. And I had like some family friends that were staying on Fisher Island and you got to you drive your car onto the ferry, right? So your car is parked on the ferry. It's a quick little, it's right downtown Miami. You pull off, you're on the ferry, you get off. And the, the, actually the, 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 the fastest you can drive is 19 miles per hour. It's like a very weird number that you could drive. Cause I think that's how fast the golf, golf carts go. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it is. But I remember just being 15, rocking golf carts, and just it was like the coolest thing ever. Now um, there is a private beach. I've been to it many times. I actually do have a buddy. He's a is an attorney that lives there and takes the ferry every single day. Obviously during COVID, he's not working from home. He's working from home, but it's a lot of fun, ritzy area. Just uh, you know, I think it'd be everything the- you would think of in a rich you know golf course, tennis courts. Marina, beach club, you can't pay. This is probably my favorite part. You couldn't, I could not pay. Everything goes on a guest card. On a, I'm sorry, on a resident uh, account. So you go on, hey, I want to order a drink. Oh, who are you with? Oh, I'm with, uh, you can't pay. Got it. So it's like it, a country club type of It's country club kind of Got vibe. It. it had to go on the Ferraro account. Shout out to James Ferraro, my buddy that lives there. Huge attorney. In, uh, Huge in attorney who lives in Fisher Island. So if you're yes. thinking about it, go to Fisher. By the way, I, I, the numbers didn't look crazy. To say the medium home value is only $2.9 yeah, million. That seemed low. That Income seemed seem high. House value seemed low. Yeah, the, but it didn't look like they were that There's not massive big. houses yeah, that's there. that's what I was going to say. They they're, they're like condos. They're like townhomes. It's not like massive. Star Island, where you were looking, are $10, $20 million yeah. homes. Yeah. Go to Star are, Island. Type these of Star are, Island. These are condo type. I, mean, of I, I think it'd be the greatest place to quarantine. Fisher Island, right, where you don't have to leave for it's three months. Lock point. me in there. Now no the problem. Question is, can you protest? Is protesting illegal in Fisher Island? Nobody is. You better know how to swim to get there. Nobody, Nobody is protesting. So that's what. That's Star Island. There you go. Sixty thousand. That's Madonna, miles. right? Yeah, and we looked at homes over there. It's actually really, really nice. There's a few homes. If you go on Realtor.com, Kai, go to Realtor.com and type in. Uh, Realtor.com, good. Uh, go type in uh, Star Island, Florida should come up. Not Garland. Nothing's happening in Garland, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> is, by the way, you're getting more messages. People sending me saying, let me do the research. Okay, all right, so $27 million. Huh. Uh, uh, okay, go to uh, sort by. You see where it says relevant listing? To the left, to the left, little lower. There you go. Go highest price. Beautiful, man. We're improving. Uh, 39 million. Click on the first one, the $39 million house right there. Okay, so that's 39 million, 18,356 square feet on 1.41. 
Can you scroll through the pictures? Okay, that's the house. That's a pretty nice, but that's the last cul-de-sac. That's like the last, last house. That's like mm-hmm. 10% of the island. That's like 10% <laughs> of chunk. the island. Yeah. Keep going. Skip through the pictures. I mean, this is this is the stuff that you see in, uh, uh, you know, uh, Cop. Uh, what is it? Uh, the movie that uh, uh, Martin Lawrence bad and boys. the most bad boys. This is like a bad boys movie where the house blows up right. with the Colombian drug lord. That this this is what that house looks like. Right. That's the area. It's a beautiful area, but again, if you're somebody that's playing offense and you want to go to work every day, I don't I don't know about. Living in a place, yeah. Like nobody, this. people in Star Island. I'm sorry, Fisher Island. There, it's very golf, tennis, country club type of lifestyle. You're not leaving the island all that much. Okay, so let's talk about uh, stimulus round two. So mm. obviously, stimulus round two. Senate Republicans rolled out a slimmed uh, down stimulus plan on Tuesday. It includes $300 weekly federal unemployment benefits through December, a $257 billion in small business aid, and no additional system for cash scrap states. It leaves out a second round of $1,200 stimulus checks, which help people make ends meet at the peak of lockdown orders in April and May. Democrats are likely to block the bill, which they attacked as, say the word, uh, uh, Adam, look at the word that's a... What, emaciated? Emaciated, which means what? Skinny as hell. Skinny as hell. The latest jobs report on Friday showed U.S. regained 1.4 million jobs in August, indicating the economy was slowly recovering its footing after a wave of massive job losses stemming from the pandemic earlier this year. Adam, what can you tell us about the latest stimulus round two? Here's the latest news. If you have not been following the stimulus talks for the last month, if you just, the last time you you even Googled or researched stimulus talks and you have not followed this whatsoever and you just turned it on today, nothing has changed. Absolutely nothing. It's just been blah, 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 blah. We want three trillion. We want one trillion. Okay, we'll give you two trillion. All right, we don't want da, 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 da. nothing has happened. The, here's the most unfortunate part: Democrats were at three trillion with this Heroes Act. Republicans were at one trillion with this Heels Act. That's where it left off in um, August, right? Yeah. And then they went for recess. Keep in mind, they already passed the two trillion dollar CARES Act. So I, my guess was like, okay, you're at three, you're at one, you're just going to meet in the middle of two, which you had already done. Um, now the discussions have gone so backwards that they're trying to agree upon a half a trillion, $500 billion, skinny, emaciated. I mean, anytime you're using the word emaciated, that's probably not a good thing. Emaciated bill, which is likely not to even pass the Republican Senate. But you know, for a fact, when that goes over to the house, that's not going to pass whatsoever because they're looking for trillions here's the most because i've been following this here's the most unfortunate part about this entire thing about this entire thing because they disagree on so many different things funding states funding schools we should we do this should we do this here's what the unemployment should be there's so many disagreements the one freaking thing the one freaking thing that they all agreed upon this entire time was 1200 dollars stimulus checks republicans said yes democrats said yes let's do it that was the one thing that was the cornerstone now that is the one thing that is not happening now. So it's like it's conversation discussions have gone so far out of whack that the one thing they actually agreed upon in sure. August isn't even on the agenda right now. So Well, Congress got to show up, though. They're also not showing up. Pelosi's not coming to the table. She doesn't want to sit down and talk. They're avoiding all the meetings. To be able to strike up a deal, you got to be there. You can't just get on TV and scream and say Republicans Both don't want to do anything. Well, I'm not, I mean, but one side is willing to have a sit down. One side is saying we don't even want to show up to have a sit down. And, How and, can I negotiate? And, and, with what's you funny if you was don't want to show it was up? the other way around last time. 
Chuck and Nancy were sitting there waiting for Mnuchin and well, no, Mark Meadows and Trump to show up. They were asking for a lot of money. Of course. what they were asking for. Yeah, you can't just come out and say it's this or the highway. That's not how you negotiate. You don't negotiate and say it's only this or we can't do anything together. Hey, Pat, have a little respect for yes. Nancy. Do you know how long it takes to have your hair blown out? <laughs> I mean, she cannot That's be running point. back to D.C. all the time to take care of business. Here, here's, the, here's the reality. If you're expecting a stimulus check, it ain't happening anytime soon. And if it is going to happen, some, some news might happen this week. If not, guess what? Congress goes on another break in October. Yeah. So they have this time. The one thing, here's the good news for anyone that is actually following this kind of stuff. Um, the good news is there's going to be a government shutdown, I think, October 1st. And Chuck, I'm sorry, Nancy Pelosi and our boy Steve Mnuchin have already agreed, let's avoid a government shutdown. So that's the one thing that is potentially the good news is there's not going to be a government shutdown prior to the election. But if you're sitting at home looking for stimulus checks or unemployment checks, you know, it's looking bleak. So, here, so let me ask you a question. Sure. How about we think like a... Democratic campaign manager, marketing mm -hmm. side, and a Republican campaign. Yeah, manager. yeah, yeah. I've right, because the whole this. thing's political at yeah. this point because people are that? trying to get reelected. Well, why, why don't we actually do that? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. actually do that. Let's think about it from that perspective. Okay. I thought you were going to ask this question. Right, so here's a question for you. Sure. The question is: Say we do the two trillion dollars that Democrats want to pass. Yeah. The stimulus. Okay. Say we do the two trillion dollars. Okay. If we do the two trillion dollars that we pass. Who does it benefit more? Oh, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. So I've already thought about this. Yeah. And, and the clearest example is Democrats have a heart, no freaking brain. Republicans, all brains, no heart. And what do I mean by that? So if Democrats want to pass more money, they half a, uh, half a trillion, we want more, we want more. They don't realize that's going to help the American people. Obviously, they realize that. That's going to help Trump for sure. Yeah. For sure. Now, if nothing passes... This emaciated, skinny bill, nothing happens. That's not a good look for Trump. If no money is in, is in people's pockets, no money is going into small businesses' pockets. So I think to answer your question, any money that ends up in the hands of the American people will probably end up helping Trump. So if, Repu if Democrats actually wanted to you know, weaken Trump's cause, they would just hold out for nothing. But they want to help people. So there's the, the brains. and They the want to help people? They want to help. You think Pelosi wants to help people? You really believe that? Do I think that she wants to give money do, to people? Yeah, do, obviously. Do, do you think her intentions on wanting to do that is political or purely from a place of wanting to help people? Anything Nancy Pelosi does is political. Okay. Let's just right. establish that's that. Say. That, that, that's everything about that. Yeah, so that's However, she does want to put money in the hands of people. Why, if it benefits why, though? Democrats if it, if running it benefits for Congress Democrats and running for Congress. Yeah. Not if it's the best thing to do. Because here's the reality of it. Sure. Okay. What is the best thing to do? Yesterday, my uh, uh, friend of mine, Pastor Dudley Rutherford, posted uh, uh, something online saying, uh, giving stats on uh, cases, because no one's talking about cases right now. Every day we heard about, can we get an update on cases and deaths? You can go to Google and just see it. Every single day. What kind day, of cases? Coronavirus. Oh, that still exists? I yeah, didn't know that that's, was still a that's thing. That's the Holy point. Holy shit. Every that's still here? Every single day. Look at this. No way. Uh, honestly, when is the last time you saw the media cover cases and deaths? It's election season, how, baby. Well, the last time they, they were it? spiking. The last, so, so, the last so watch time you this. Heard about it. Watch this. Watch, watch what it's hit. Okay, this is cases yesterday. It's twenty-two thousand yesterday, Kai. Twenty-two thousand. Go to death. Go to death on, on what we have. Okay, it's low. It's going down. Three hundred and fifty-four yesterday. 
Now, obviously, one is too many, sure. but it is what it is. Every day, when I say it is what it you is, you sound like Trump, right? No, there. it's not that. When I say well, cancer, right. cancer is what are you going to do with it? You're going to have it. it is yeah. what it is with cancer. You have stats that's going to happen, and, and, right? And the cancer stats are legit. We can believe if someone is on their death certificate, it says you got cancer. It. That's what happened. This is difference when CDC comes out saying 94 percent yeah. of the people that died had, had other reasons as well. Now, now go to the two states. Go to Florida and go to Texas, because you know every day, all you ever heard about was Florida and Texas. Go to Florida. Okay, this is Florida. Look how low it is. Okay, and go to cases. 22 yesterday in the entire that's state of Florida. Deaths. And 1837 cases. So that's kind of like 1,837 people got pneumonia or a flu, stronger flu yesterday. Now go to Texas because every day all we heard about is Texas, how bad of a job they're doing. Now go to death in Texas with, with cases, with deaths. Okay, you got to realize, how are you not sharing this right now? So here's my point to you. My point to you is the following. Okay. You go to Legacy, Plano Legacy West. If you go to Plano Legacy West on a Friday or Saturday night, there's a thousand people there. Toulouse. I'm not even kidding with you. Yeah. You go to Toulouse, we go to Toulouse all the time. Poppins. A, th a thousand people there. That's a low number I'm giving you on the street. A thousand oh, people there. In, the, in the total area? Total area. Way more than a Way thousand. Way more than people. a thousand people. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You go to Fleming's, packed. You go to Toulouse, packed. Restaurants open inside you go, here? You go to yeah. restaurants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Today. Oh, dude. Today. Man. Today, it's like nothing, nothing's happening. while I'm driving here, typically my drive here is 12 minutes. Yeah. Today was a 30-minute mm -hmm. drive here. Why? I had to go through two schools. Schools are back in Texas. People are going back to school. Kids are going back to school. Cases are going lower. Deaths are going lower. Stats are coming back from CDC State and all this other stuff. Stimulus for what? what, what what's the stimulus for? I understand a little bit of stimulus mm -hmm. to help, uh, help out certain people that are unemployed. But stimulus check for, for what? Why do we need to keep sending more money? Well, why do we need to do that? I understand for me, if you ask me, I understand students, uh, 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 stimulus for small business owners. I fully understand a, some kind of an aid for small business owners because if the small business owner stays in place, what does a small business do? Jobs, jobs, Hire jobs. people. Yeah. So if you pay the money to the people who are not going to create jobs, that's a short-term yeah. fix. But if you put the money in small business owners, they're going to use that money to hire people. That money gets passed down to the people. And then people have to go reapply for jobs. A few years ago when Obama was president, he, he made unemployment benefits 24 months. We've talked about this before. When unemployment benefits were 24 months, the moment he cut those benefits to six months, guess what happened? Everybody was applying for new sure. jobs. What happened all of a sudden? It stimulated the economy. What happened right? all of a sudden? More jobs. Now, we, we don't, we, I understand supporting small business and a small amount of it, but I'm not with 2 or $3 trillion again. While you're looking at cases and yeah. that's going down. I looked at some of the numbers that are inside these bills. How do you even follow the money? You know, this is unbelievable. $15 billion for child care? How many daycare centers are there in the U.S.? I mean, how do you actually monitor that to see that that money is actually going to help people that have to have their kids at daycare? And then... 31 billion of that is supposed to go for the vaccine and 105 billion to help open schools. I mean, it's such a nebulous term, 105 billion to open school. What does that even mean? Yeah, that's, that's true. Right? I would love to see some of this money go down. I, I think one of the biggest problems in America right now, biggest crisis is the fact that parents who can't watch over their kids as they're trying to learn at home. In California, we're still at home, two kids at home. What about the parents that have to work? What about the parents that don't have high-speed Wi-Fi? They don't have an iPad at home. I think it is a catastrophe at a very, very high level. These kids are losing a year of their life, gone, off the map. How about athletes? 
My son hasn't been able to shoot a basket outside of maybe coming to Texas and going to a Lifetime Fitness that is open. And he's a basketball player. I mean, it's costing people. And you live in California. Yeah, and we yeah. Li- it's, it's so depressing. You yeah. look at it. All the rims are off. They, they were so quick to take all the rims off the basketball courts at public parks. Isn't that insane? You can't even shoot hoops right now. Yeah, it's, 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 in- it's intense when you think about the stuff that's going on. But again, for me... When I see this whole stimulus conversation taking place, stop being political and start realizing what's best right. to do for people. And for people to realize, sure. stop buying into yeah. them thinking they're all doing everything for you because they're trying. They're also being political. You just ha- you can't right. be too naive about it. I just know if you if, if you want to stimulate uh, if you want to stimulate uh, you know get the economy back up again. Let's help out these small business owners. Yeah, and everything you just said is the last thing that's going to happen, right? This will always be political. You have to just yeah. look at the timing of this yeah. a couple months from the election. No question about it. By um, the way, we are eight weeks out from the election. That's the number. As of eight today, weeks. as of today, you're still leaning Biden, right? As of today. Am I leaning Biden? Yeah, you're leaning. I, I, I my, maintain my stance. It's 50-50 still. But as I know you're 85 uh Yeah, I, I, 85%. I, I've historically, ever since they did TV... People don't vote for boring presidents ever since TV came out. If there is no TV today, Biden wins. TV benefits Trump. You know, last night, I, uh, 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 it's 11 o'clock, 1130 last night, and I decided to watch some old interviews of Biden and old interviews of Trump. Like old, old when he was old. a senator? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking, oh, I'm talking about 80s, okay. 90s, and I'm talking about, you know, Trump pre Politics. Okay, so I went and watched an entire interview of Trump and Melania uh, when they did the interview with Larry King. By the way, fascinating interview. No joke. It Mm -hmm. is a fascinating interview. Uh, She was talking and saying things. I've never heard her talk as much as she did in that. If you've never watched a Larry King interview with the two of them, it's a must-see. What year was this? This is 2005. Okay. Okay. Height of the Apprentice or Apprentice was probably just starting. Height of the Apprentice. Third season. Third season is what it was because they were talking about third season. Then I went and watched Trump in 2013 with Letterman, okay? Mm-hmm. How Letterman treated him, okay? And how they're sitting there having fun, and, you know, uh, Trump is saying, I love uh, Hillary. I love uh, uh, Oprah. Oprah's great. I love Oprah. Oprah's a very good friend. I love Oprah. I love this. And how Larry King treated Trump, how Letterman treated Trump, right? Everybody wanted to put this guy on TV because they got views. I mean, look, when you do interviews with a guest, mm-hmm. a network wants to bring a guest that brings what? Eyeballs. Yes, right. totally. This is why Trump does well. This is why Obama does well. This is why pre-Epstein era, Bill Clinton did well if you brought him on a, a network. When it, Bill Clinton was on TV, you did well. People wanted to see. Hillary didn't do well. Uh, Biden doesn't get invited to Letterman. B- Biden doesn't get invited to these types of shows. And the interviews, you don't walk away saying, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about it. But today, with TV, it doesn't favor a Biden career politician, uh, right? Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. just does. And it's not even a career politician thing. Let me explain to you. I enjoy watching Andrew Cuomo. I'm being dead serious with you. I think Andrew okay. Cuomo is entertaining. Yeah. I'm not I'm not even talking politics, you know, pro-life, pro-choice. I'm not talking NRA. I'm not talking sure. nothing. I'm purely talking about a 57-year-old independent woman who's kind of getting to a point where she needs to start thinking about Social Security and Medicaid, but she's not there yet. But she's kind of like, you know what? I can't stand Democrats and Republicans. They both let me down. Let me see who it is. You know what? I like this Cuomo guy. Yeah. Let me give him a shot. And plus he got to learn from his dad, who was a showman and an entertainer. I guarantee you if Cuomo's running against Trump, 
my views would be completely different on who could win. Mm -hmm. If an Andrew Cuomo was running against Trump, I'd have a complete different perspective on who's, I'd give you a sure. complete different point of view, simply because he's more enjoyable to watch on TV. But you're seeing a lot of stuff that's going on right now between the two. And one other thing Trump said recently, uh, you're hearing uh, people talk about how, you know, Biden last month had a record-breaking month with the amount of money they raised. I think three, 385, yeah. they raised, him and Kamala, mm -hmm. they raised 385, give or take a million dollars. Mm -hmm. But here's what Trump said on what he would do to win re-election. If I have to, I would invest my own money. Trump said, regarding the possibility that he might use his own a fortune, estimated $2.5 billion towards his run for a second term, which $2.5 billion is, uh, just came out yesterday from Forbes 400, which we talked about yesterday with the net worth of $2.5 billion. If we did need, we don't, but if we did need, because we have much more money than we had last time going into the last two months, I think double and triple. But if we need it anymore, I'd put it up personally. Trump has discussed spending as much as $100 million of his own money on the, on the re-election, if necessary, according to Bloomberg News report on Tuesday, citing unnamed sources. He contributed $66 million of his own money in 2016 campaign, but it would be unprecedented for an incumbent president yeah. to put his own money toward winning a second term to report added thoughts on that okay first of all wouldn't he be like the bank he'd be loaning the campaign the money because he's getting that money back after he wins or after the election more than likely so it's another smart business move if he chooses to do it i heard one of the talking heads on one of the shows i don't even know who it was it was all a blur but talking about how trump can't afford ads right now right in swing states like michigan do you really think they're not spending money where they need to you know what state they're going for minnesota they're going to flip that state more than likely. I mean, I'm from Minnesota. It's always been Democratic. The commercials, they're pumping into that state right now, and I think it's really, really working. So, um, you know, it's strategic right now. It's where, where you're spending. It's the swing states. They're going to try to win these things. And, you know, when you have $2.5 billion, you know what, you know what um, Biden's net worth is? $9 million. He didn't quite make that Forbes list. One two thousand seven or 127th of $2.5 <laughs> billion. I'd so. be more worried if he did have billions being a career politician. Oh, right. no, that kidding. would upset me even more yeah. if a career well, you politician know, Nancy had a Pelosi billion has bucks. $140 million, though. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that's family break money, that? though. That's oh, Gavin yeah. Newsom family money. Right, right, right. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know why this is a major story. Obviously, he may spend his own money. He probably won't. He's got a you know, war chest full of hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, he said in the first time around that he would self-fund his campaign he didn't have to do that but like you said it would just be a loan he would pay himself back um I, for me this is a non-story this is a non-story for you okay so what so whether he may spend his own money cool all right let me know if you spend your yeah. own money and even if you do what else would he spend his money on this is the only thing he's going on got going on right now he wants to win the election you should spend his own money Okay. Why All wouldn't right. he? Well, don't get upset about it. I'm just reading something to you. Hey, Why are you hey, getting hey, upset hey, at Trump? I'm really heated right he's, now. He's telling you he's going to spend his own here. money. He doesn't take a penny from his salary. First guy to do oh so. Oh, my God. He gives it away. The guy's worth $2, two billion. Exactly. He doesn't take 200 isn't, grand isn't as a it great though, Isn't it great that a person becomes a president not needing the money and yeah. not needing the favors? Isn't that kind of hey, cool? And Adam, don't I will you say appreciate this too. that integrity I don't, I think of somebody every president who, should do that. Who the hell needs a yeah, salary when but, you're the president? But that's not how it is, buddy. That's right. not. People no, become that's... presidents to, you know, there's a lot oh, of. People become presidents to make 350 grand Well, no, but to make money afterwards. Obviously, that's every president. Yeah, hey, just and, and the fact that he actually did it. By the way, it. it's 400 grand. Get the number. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. You know, and not to pick on California more, but Newsom did say that he was going to 
forego his salary, right? And then he, no, he's going to take 50%, 50%. And he asked his other top aides and, you know, high ranking government officials in California to do the same. And they did. And then it turned out that he never did take the pay reduction and he called it an accounting error. So he didn't even do that. Well, so some politicians a talk a good game that. and they don't actually. Good, but it's like the story that oh, I brought up gosh. yesterday with the Japanese billionaire that lost 40 million day trading. Who gives it? Right? That's my yeah. point. Who gives a shit? But the difference is this is the guy that's going to dictate your 39.6% capital gains tax versus 20% or those, possibly 15%. I'm waiting 15%. for that to come out. Waiting for what? It came out already. I'm waiting for it to be official. Like, who do you think when, when Goldman it's Sachs... It's Goldman Sachs email. You're serious. I'm just saying I'd like to, I'd like to see it. It's tax plan is online. Right. Go read. I'm, I'm going to go read Biden's tax plan. <laughs> this guy, he, he, we're sitting next to a millionaire here who hasn't read Biden's tax plan that he's about to vote for. So, all right. So let, let me tell you what your friends Adam at CDC just announced. Okay. My Rent, people. Renters in U.S. cannot be evicted through the end of the year due to coronavirus. CDC said. Let me say this one more time, by the way, if you're listening. I don't know if you got this or not. Renters in U.S. cannot be evicted through the end of the year due to coronavirus CDC order states. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention implemented a temporary eviction uh, moratorium through the end of the year, protecting U.S. renters from losing their homes during the coronavirus pandemic, the Trump administration announced Tuesday. The CDC will apply to all rentals units nationwide until December 31st and goes into effect immediately, senior administration officially in an unpublished CDC agency order. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin told a U.S. House of Representatives panel Tuesday that the moratorium would cover around 40 million renters. That's crazy. Yeah. Renters will be eligible for the moratorium protection if they received an economic impact payment or stimulus check as provided by, for by the CARES Act. Therefore, single rentals must earn no more than $99,000 a year, while couples filing jointly can earn up to $198,000 per year. So CDC can tell real estate developers and owners that you cannot force people to sure. pay rent till the end well, of the year? Well, they're treating it insane. Right, it is. They're, they're treating it as a health crisis. So they're saying if all these people are on the street, yeah. it's going to make the cases go way up. But, man, this this really teaches you to read the fine print because if you just go by the headlines thinking, hey, man, I don't have to pay yeah. rent for the rest of the year. You mentioned a couple of those uh, stimuluses that you have to hit, but you're also, you have to prove that you're unable to pay your rent due to a coronavirus-related job loss or income reduction. So you know these landlords are going to be really sticking to the T to make sure that you, you know, hit all these guidelines before but, they but can who takes qualify. the hit that's the question i got so does the landlord take the hit or is the government going to pay the owner of the property the money landlords. for the rent landlords because even if they were going to get reimbursed or there was going to be a, a government protection program for these landlords it's going to take months or well then years let me to ask you another question so the guy who owns the property with a thousand tenants is the bank going to forgive his payments for the rest of the three months for 2020 uh no no, I, I think uh, as of right now, there's no relief for, Listen, for the people that are. I understand this is coming from uh, Trump's administration with Mnuchin. I am not for this. Okay, and, and here's a guy that's a developer himself, Trump, who was in real estate himself. So you mean to tell me just because I own land and I own a commercial real estate property with 1,000, 2,000 tenants and 25%, he's saying 41 million. So, so if you do the math, how many million? 40 million renters. Total American workers in America is 160 million. That means 25%, if 25% of my tenants cannot yeah. pay yeah. their rent, 
is the bank going to forgive my payment no. by 25%? No. And here's the uh, other I'm number. Not, I'm not good with that. 40 million potential voters, maybe how many landlords? Maybe a million. So if you go for the yeah. numbers right there, the people I, that Again, are this is politics to me. And, and if, you, if you don't protect the guy, now the guy has to file bankruptcy that he can't make his payments. you got to protect them as well just as much as the other one. Yeah. You know, here's another question. What yeah. if you're evicted and you live on Fisher Island? Do they put you on a one-way ferry off the island? You're not living you on Fisher Island. You can't afford those $60,000 yeah, rent yeah, You only qualify sure. if you get stimulus checks. Single renters not, must earn no more yeah, exactly. than $99,000 Fisher Island it doesn't qualify. But, but by the way, you know, it, it, couples earning no more than one ninety eight. that's still a good income. Oh, that's a great income. So you mean to tell me if I'm making one ninety five a year and I lost my job, I don't have to pay the $3,500 rent to the place I have in New York? for the next three months? I don't know about this. Adam, how do you feel about this? The, uh, this, is, this is your boy Trump. The, he, he allowed this. I don't know. <laughs> just because he's yeah, Trump, I'm not sitting here right, you telling you. I'm telling you, well, I'm a guy the, that's logic. I'm, I'm, one thing that I just want to point out, this says this is a moratorium, meaning a pause, right? Like not, so basically, is this rent money due in January? That's my question. You don't pay rent for three months, right? Okay, so you owe nine grand in January. No, what I, happens I, I think a lot of cases you do owe that back rent. I don't think no, that's that not, you're that's forgiven my point. forever. You're not forgiven forever. It's not forgiven. Good it's luck moratorium. It. Good luck collecting 100%. it. 100%. What's the number batters. of collection? 30%. You're, you're not going to collect 70% of it. So even if it's, so even if it's say, $2,000 a month, four months, that's $8,000. Uh, a typical collection collects 30%, $2,400. Yeah, I don't mind if you're doing moratorium, but why don't you give me the back-end moratorium if I'm the one that There's owns There's got to be more to this story. There's got to be more details yeah. that, that uh, we can find I, out Kai, here. can you look into it to see if the owners of the property are being forgiven as well while this is taking place? Look into it while we're doing this. Actually search it online. There might yeah. be a... While, while the, we're going the back through end this, of this year. there might be a moratorium on their mortgage payments to the bank, potentially. You know, I'm you think assuming. the CDC, in conjunction with talking about this, they could also then talk about the lower cases of COVID right now, right? Maybe, hey, we want to keep these numbers low. That's why we don't want a lot of people being evicted with the potential of, you know, a lot more people getting uh, uh, infected. Yeah, somebody asked a question saying, uh, uh, so why is there homelessness now? This is by Luis Alpha Hernandez Omega. Luis, that's a good question. This is for people that are currently renting. So if you weren't renting, you can't go to a place and say, now I'm not renting, so now let me live here for four months with the moratorium. Uh, but again, that's the information we have so deal. far. That'd be a sick deal. If you're a homeless guy, you get a place uh, for one week, boom, I can't you. pay it, and now you're, not, now you're uh, living but for then, free. But I tell you, look, if you're, if you're running a, a commercial property and you have renters, you, you as a person who owns the property have to know that people, when you go to look at an apartment, what are you looking at when you go into the elevator? What are you looking at when you go into the front lobby? When you look into an apartment, what are you looking at? You're looking at the quality of tenants because you're looking at who your kids are going to play with, who your kids are going to go down the yeah, elevator with, point. who your kids. So you have to look at the quality of people as well. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit uh, uh, not fully there with this. Maybe we can get a little bit more stats on this year, but I'm not fully sold. By the way, I got a text this morning, and I know a bunch of you guys have been messaging this nonstop the entire time, but I got a text this morning that our friend, okay, uh, 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 our, our buddy here, Adam's best friend, uh, the candidate he's supporting, Donald Trump, Norwegian parliamentarian nominates Donald Trump for 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, Norway parliamentary nominates Donald Trump for 2021 Nobel 
peace prize. You know, Kai had something to do with it somehow. <laughs> he said, but they, somehow. They, they watch this podcast all the and they say, we are sick of soy boy pushing him and bullying <laughs> Trump. Let's give him a Nobel Prize. Oh, my God. But do you think, because Obama got a Nobel Prize six months after being a president. I think yeah. six or 12 20, months after being a president. 2009. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Trump has done more in the first three and a half years deserving of a Nobel Prize or did Obama deserve a Nobel Prize after six months of being president? What, what are your thoughts? I'll go to you first. You know, this, is not, this is not unbiased. This, yeah. this is not, I'm not playing sides here. What's the peace prize for? Israel and the UAE. All right. Then if that's what it's for, that's a pretty big accomplishment. What else would you say to give him a Nobel Peace Prize? I mean, it's not North Korea. Okay. Look, you know, it's not Iran. You know, the other things. It's not China. Well, the other things they've talked about is no armed conflict. First time ever for a president. What? A long time, 40, 50, yeah. 60, 70 years. Yeah. There was no armed conflict with Clinton. Um, there must have been. There must have been a no. couple things. No, there were. because you, uh, that's, like, that's like James Carville, the Raging Cajun. His like, most famous line is like, tell me what you didn't like about the Clinton administration, the peace or the prosperity. Which one? I know, but there was maybe like, a Granada right, yeah. or something small, or Kosovo or Serbia or something that he had to go into at the time. No wars. First of all, no one is saying anything about Clinton. I voted for the guy. I thought the guy was a good president minus... You know, maybe he could have married somebody different, you know, but, but that's a completely different <laughs> well, believe conversation. Believe me, he's got the same sentiment. Listen, when I went to a funeral in, in uh, uh, Arkansas, have I told you this story before? No. When I went, so, I, so my father-in-law died, okay? If you've ever seen the movie, uh, uh, the video that we did, Life of an Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. when we shot that video that morning, pre-shooting, I go inside, Jennifer says his father, her father passed away. Damn. I know I'm going a completely different angle here, but you'll see where I'm going with the story here. So you got to be kidding me. So then I have to shoot the video because my camera crew is waiting outside. I'm like, Jennifer's crying. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. We shoot that the video. video. You were like really sad. And I distraught. was not in the best place. Yeah. But, you know, that was an acting. I'm not an actor. That That's was my just, point. You were yeah, like, oh, yeah. So God. that was Jennifer. I'm constantly going through it. So yeah, long story short, we go to Arkansas and I'm working with the owner of this place called Brazil. Brazil is a, a funeral home where they do the service and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So I'm working with the guy because I'm making the payments. I tell the guy. So let me ask you a question. This is in Hope, Arkansas. What, what can you say about Bill Clinton? Do people that's here his like... That's hometown, right? Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. By the way, Jenna, my wife and uh, uh, Bill Clinton went to the same middle school, except mm. 40 years apart, but they okay, went to the yeah. same middle school. <laughs> so I said, so tell me the story about Bill Clinton. How do people here feel about Bill Clinton? You know what he said? I said, listen, I'm a Republican, and we all love him. I said, mm. come on. He says, I'm telling you, we all love Bill. I said, tell me why you love Bill. He says, you know, when Bill was younger, if somebody is at the market... He would open the door for them. He would carry the people's bags to their car. He would ask, how's Johnny doing? How's Bobby doing? How's me? He would always ask. I said, very interesting. I've never heard that before. And, you know, you're kind of getting the guy's character, how he was growing up. I said, so is he a womanizer like as bad as they say? He says, 100%. <laughs> I said, is that a proven fact? He says, 100%. I said, how do you feel about that? He said, I would also be a womanizer if I was married to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> So then I said, what do you mean? I said, have you ever had any kind of dealings with Hillary Clinton? He says, yes. I said, what happened? He says, one time uh, uh, Bill Clinton's uncle died. And he says- Is this uh, the funeral home director? Yeah, this is the funeral home. Because, you know, these guys have all this information. Yeah, Yeah, so so he says the uncle died. And I said, so what happened? He says, well, there was a, a event going on for his uncle. And he came and he's giving reading the eulogy. And I think Bette Midler was there or something. He was telling the story. And he says, Hillary sat away from everybody. She didn't want to talk to anybody. She sat in the corner. And this one place that's in the corner that nobody can touch you. T- touch you. Secret services are under. And when the whole thing di- uh, ends, uh, uh, Bill says, well, we're going to go to the plot because they're going to bear here. He says, 
don't expect me to can show up, you know, <laughs> flat out. It says, I'm going back. You can go with your friends, but I'm not sticking around anymore. And she left. He says, you this know This is what? what Hillary said? Yeah. He says, look, we were behind it because we were watching everything. He says, she's just a flat out hmm. bitch is what yeah. she is. Simple as that. Yeah. So, you know, cold blood. no <laughs> one's saying anything about Bill Clinton when he ran. But, but today, for yeah. Trump to get a Nobel yeah. Peace Prize... Pat, don't you think Bill Clinton deserved a Nobel Peace Prize just for all the altercations his wife probably had with the girlfriends and, and managing that <laughs> situation all the time? That's you know, and for his charisma, though, Bill Clinton was the man. I mean, he was pretty cool. Yeah. I could see how people on both sides really, yeah, really I, like I, him. I think Epstein's going to ruin his legacy. I don't think Monica Lewinsky's going to ruin his legacy. I think yeah. if it, the 27 visits to that island's going to ruin his legacy because I think if he didn't have that, he could potentially go down as one of the greatest politicians of all time. And that's if the real truths, whatever they may yeah. be, come out. You know, you, you, know, you look at this. Uh, this I, I don't even know what story I printed up. Yeah. I printed up a story on Cohen. President Trump yeah. getting the, the, uh, the, the uh, Nobel Peace Prize nomination. Of course, the headline has to say, far right. Norwegian lawmaker nominates Trump. It can't be Trump's just nominated, right? I mean, the what, what side is this from? I, I don't even know what is I printed up. Is this like up, a CNN, MSNBC? Maybe. Let me see. Far right. Trump I, Kai, I sent you the link to that one. Put Nobel we can Peace. see which one I pulled up. Let's see what comes up. Daily Mail, Trump is nominated for 2021. Said he observed, deserves it more than Obama for brokering diplomatic ties between Israel. Okay, yeah, there you go. Just answer your question for you right there. Look, as, as not a Trump fan, I actually agree. I mean, Israel and UAE, that's a there big story go. right so there. So listen, if you're watching this yourself out there, by the way, we're at 1967, 33 away yeah. from 2000. If you're enjoying this podcast, put a thumbs up. I know some of you guys were ask, complaining last time, saying 90 minutes isn't long enough. But if you are liking where it's going so far, ask, put a uh, thumbs up and share. Ask our audience if they if think they, that Trump should, well, they're be, already uh, should saying, win. Uh, but I'll ask it anyway. The, the Nobel Peace Prize. Are or you, if there's somebody, are there any dissenting point of views is there anybody out there saying hell no trump does not deserve a nobel peace prize i'd like to see what our audience says yeah we'll see does he deserve a nobel peace prize or does Adam everyone agree? ask you a bunch of people are putting thumbs up we'll you think see. that happens without jared kushner probably not right i mean he spearheaded that i would imagine kushner is a very unique character let me tell you kushner to me is a, a, a guy with a lot of power and a guy that's going to do a lot of things in his life. Uh, the, the guy is a very heavy, heavy sure. guy, and especially with his father. He comes from a lineage of people that are pretty strong personalities. Yeah, and he's not going to have, you know, he's not going to give his ear to too many people. But if you're with Ivanka and he respects you, he's definitely going to listen to Jared. Plus, if you don't crave the spotlight, if you can stay under the radar screen, mm -hmm. because there's, you know, only one person is going to get the attention. So he's low key a G. He low-key is a G. Low There's an article G. done about him. If you've never read it, there was an article. Uh, pull up the article written about Jared Kushner, Time Magazine. If you've not read it, and Kai, do me a favor. Put this article uh, in the comment section so people at the end of the podcast can go click on it. Kushner, uh, Time Magazine. Time Magazine article. Yeah, Time Magazine cover right there. There you go. This story, if you've not read the story on January 16th, you have to go read this story about him. Let me tell you, a lot of great things are revealed in this article. Put it in the comment section below. Nice. Not, not in the chat box. Mario, if you're listening to this, put it in the comment section. Not the chat box, but the comment section so the viewers can see this. Yes. I'll make one point on Kushner. Yeah. Remember yesterday we were, we were doing the – this is in the, the pitch meeting when we yeah. were talking about upcoming interviews and there was the Russian – 
billionaire you were considering and we were like oh, pull it. let's see what his wife looks like and you're yeah. like oh all right great job for this guy imagine doing research on jared kushner and not knowing who he was and pull up what his wife looks like <laughs> boom <laughs> right there I mean, you go you pull ivanka trump like this is pre everyone hates donald yeah. or half the country hates donald everyone was in love with ivanka i mean gorgeous no smart, question about like, it come yeah on, no question about let's it. call a spade a spade here yeah so homie pulls that you know, the, other, fa the other fascinating thing about him, too, is didn't Chris Christie put his dad away? Didn't Chris Christie yes, prosecute facts. his father, put yes. him in jail? And then for him. Well, that's one, one of the reasons that Christie was not in the inner circle. In, sure. Yeah. And is a little more comfortable calling out Trump these days because he's not going to be in that inner circle. Guys, we just crashed across 2000 uh, live six watching. First time ever it's happened oh, on the podcast. Wow. Congrats. Thanks for everybody for making this happen. Uh, by the way, when I asked a question about Nobel Prize, Adam's question. We have a lot of thumbs up uh, from people. Some people are saying, of course, hell yeah. Michael uh, Wheaton says, hell yeah. Uh, uh, Josh K says, absolutely. Joey Raimondi says, thumbs up. But then we have a few that say no. So we have a, 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 a he deserves it. Edgar Garcia. Trish says, hell no. Hell uh, no. Yeah, she's not playing. She just, it's hell no. Trish ain't playing, y'all. Camogelo. <laughs> no. Pit Jotty said, hell no. Uh, Marco said, "If Obama could, Trump deserves it," and a bunch of other people are saying. So yes what or is no. it? Eighty twenty? What would I you say? I think it's probably eighty. Yes, twenty saying no. All right. And a lot of the two, yeah. Uh, it's uh, good to see we have a different opinion. I love that. In Absolutely. The section. I love that. Well, and plus, that. there's two different factors: does he deserve the nomination, or does he deserve to actually win it? So it'll be interesting to see who's doing the voting. I think if he's he going to end up getting it. it. To be honest with you, I think the girl that I sat down with, Nomi Prince, not uh, uh, Nomi Park, her and I were talking last night. Yeonmi uh, Park from uh, uh, who was North in Korea. North Korea escaped and she's a defected. I went to China. Eventually came out here to the states. I spoke to another lady yesterday for a good hour and it was yeah. a very awkward interview. But it's going to come out here pretty soon. She was the reporter back in mm -hmm. 2009. I don't know if you remember the story when uh, 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 these two uh, documentary journalists were in Lisa Link, right? Lisa Link, yeah, Laura Link. Uh, good memory, yeah, Laura Link yeah. and uh, Yuna uh, Lee. They of went course. to China and they did this documentary and they went up to the border of North Korea right, and they right, got right. arrested. They got arrested. Two okay, soldiers I do came remember and that got story. Them, yes. And they were there for 140 days and they eventually make it back because they went into a hotel room. They saw Bill Clinton there. They gave him a hug. They got on the Air Force One, flew back. Bill Clinton went to get him from Korea and brought him back to the South States. Korea. Yeah, well, he went to Korea, but right. he went and negotiated and brought him back to and I was sitting there talking to her. She gave a completely different perspective on North Korea. But you know, there's a lot of stories of people that are bring in different kind of uh, uh, human rights and bring in different things to, uh, especially like today with human trafficking being a topic, you know, you wonder what Trump is doing with this Israel and UAE. That's not an easy thing to do 25, 26 years. It's never happened. So I don't know. I think, I think he's eventually going to end up getting the Nobel Peace Prize. I just don't know when, but I can tell you one thing for a fact. I look forward to the day when he gets it on how the media is going to react. I'm looking forward to reading those articles. Sure. That's what I'm looking Look forward to him. reading. How do you bash peace yeah. on any level, right? <laughs> Isn't peace a good thing? I'm looking I, forward, I'm looking to, forward to his acceptance speech. Yeah. Why no. did it take so long? By the way, uh, uh, just so everybody you're, knows. You already know, you already know what the media is going to say, though, by the way. What, what are they going to say? 
They're going to say, all right, congratulations on peace in the UAE and Israel. Well, what about your own country? Yeah. I don't think they'd Literally. even say congrats. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I think I at a certain level, that you got to congratulate that. Like you said, peace is good, but we're uh, going to say uh, what happens domestically. Uh, by the way, so since, since you, and I know you are devastated by this, uh, Adam, and you, you were trying to hold your emotions back earlier, but mm -hmm. we, we, I, we didn't want to do it while it was a little emotional for you, but how do you feel about and you were on this thing for a good year oh how God. do you feel about keeping up kardashians coming to an end I, 20 seasons and 14 years the show will be done after the final season airing in early 2021 wow. what are your thoughts about that i, I got a tear got a tear coming well, out you were in eye. it for a year for a good year you were 2011 with yeah i was in it the, the wedding the wedding season literally the wedding season um something tells me despite this show going away these women are not going away anytime soon. They're going to still be out there um, doing their thing. But um, time to move uh, on to a, a new group of thoughts on E. You know, the, I don't think E can get rid of the brand. I mean, they've got to stay on on some level. Some, I mean, Chris Jenner's not giving that up. So somehow they're staying. You know, it's funny. You, you had the thing in 2011, Adam, at the wedding, right? Let's not yep. sugarcoat it. In 2009, I helped a friend who was uh, opening up Sushi Samba in Las Vegas. So he wanted me to help him get some celebrities. Most know, overpriced is, sushi restaurant <laughs> right? on the freaking like, planet. We have it in South Beach as well. Okay. Lincoln Road. Is. So, all the time. I, yeah. you know, short notice. $15. I was, I was trying to help soup. him get some celebrities just to show up, just to walk the red carpet. This yeah. is 2008. It's either 2008 or 2009. So maybe the Kardashian show was a few months old. Everybody knew who Kim was, right? But so on short notice, I was able to help him get Baron Davis. Not bad. God. He did. Yeah. That's big. That's big baller back then. Um, Courtney Kardashian. Nice. And Nikki Hilton. Okay, but just to put it into perspective of this Kardashian Jenner empire, this mm -hmm. is 2009. You know what their appearance fee was back then to walk the red carpet only. And they weren't doing interviews. They weren't. They probably didn't even G's. hang. 25G for Courtney uh -huh. Kardashian a few months that's into nothing. the show. 25 grand I know, but back, I, mean, I thought for back then before she was a but wow. I mean, right now, you know, that's that's, what, you that's ain't gonna low. pay 25 grand. Oh, no, grand. That, that's my point. They paid today. me 25 grand to walk the red carpet back then. Come on, Tom, <laughs> no, you but, gotta get better no, deal. No, 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 come on. I'm, I'm talking about when nobody knew yeah, who they were. So right. think about 11, 12 years later how much they're making. I mean, I mean, if, if Scott Disick, Listen. you know, spins at, at, a, at a Vegas club, it's a half million. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you one thing about these guys, the Kardashians, if. If they ever wrote a book on marketing, it will be a number one bestseller week after week after week because there's brilliance to the Kardashian last name. You know, to be able to stay relevant for 20 seasons, 14 years where people have interest watching you from all walks of life, from yeah. executives to the everyday people, and each of you have 100 million followers on Instagram building an empire together, yeah. it's a lot of respect to them. So here's the question for you. The question becomes, Who's the next family that people care about to replace the Kardashians? The Trumps, yo. Yeah. I mean, we already got that. It's not, it's not, but who's going to keep? Who's going to be the, the next story? Here's the problem. Do they go recruit a family like that? There's no way you can be as interesting as the Kardashians when you consider Bruce Jenner and the gender, you know, yeah. change for him. Yeah. When you consider that Robert Kardashian was involved in the OJ case. I mean, the sex tape for Kim, married to Kanye, running for president. Shh, who knows what she's doing next? Wants to take on Martha Stewart. I don't think there's any country or any family that you can approach that could even remotely come close to this. I think they have to somehow stay attached to the Kardashian-Jenner brand. Now, Kylie's too big. Kendall's too big. So I'm not sure what you do. Maybe you go after Courtney's kids or something. I'm not sure. 
But there's no family that can like even close closely come to this. And the and the thing to watch is who's Ryan Seacrest gonna go after? If Ryan Seacrest ordains somebody, it's gonna happen. But if not, if he's not involved, it won't. You know, the 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 big story, the 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 most uh non story that, that you hear from the like the women are killing it, obviously. Yeah. Kim, Courtney, Chloe, Chris, Kendall, Kylie, all the all the girls. Let's take a, just a quick look at what's happened to all the men in that situation. The father, dead, right? At age like 45. How'd that happen? That was cancer, though, right? I okay, mean, I'm just saying. He's dead. He didn't... He didn't. The, the, the second father. Well, now he's the mother. Bruce Jenner. Okay. Robert Kardashian, the son. No one's seen this guy in years. Yeah. Years. He, he married a stripper, had a kid with her. Nowhere to be found. Right, Lamar Odom, full-on crackhead, what? rehab, nowhere to be found. Right, out of the league, ruined his entire career. Scott Disick, good-looking dude. I've partied with this guy many a times. Rehab, now he's literally dating a 19-year-old girl with three kids. He has three kids. He was seen being with Courtney, by the way, just yeah. this last week. Raising the kids. Yeah, I mean, along. okay. So who else you got there? Um, so are you saying obviously Kanye, who is certified nuts in a good way, because I think it oh, makes he was brilliant nuts music. pre Kardashian. <laughs> yes, but so now it's, 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 it's been that. amplified. Yeah. Um, so Adam, what, what other guys are there? You're saying K for cursed, right? For I'm the men. Saying, in and that, then in my that boy Chris with a K, he got out. He got out. You know, made sixty million in the NBA. You know, he got out uh, sort of unscathed. Not, you know, the, not the, rehab, not dead, not obese. When, when they okay. got a divorce, did he have to pay half his wealth to her or no? <laughs> no. Like she had to happen. pay him. She, she had more wealth than him. They so were married. She what? did pay him or no? A hundred so. days, oh, right? I think that was just. Uh, wow, she got he got her a big yeah. uh, ring. It was a, yeah. A, believe me, if you know anything about that guy, he ain't dropping two million dollars on a freaking <laughs> ring. It was sponsored by Sotheby's or Tiffany's or got some it. some fancy. So thing. What, what you're suggesting I'm just to the, the listeners for everybody that's listening, I think what Adam is saying, if you get a chance to date one of them. Think twice Run about it. Is that kind of what you're saying? Run the other freaking way. So, so Kim calls you tomorrow. It didn't work out with Kanye. She says, Adam, <laughs> I had a thing for you years ago. I wouldn't we mind you and I go. It. We did kick it. But, but if she calls you and she says, Adam, let's go out to dinner. For tabloid to purposes, sign me up. For but real life why purposes. Why are you turning red, though? Why are you using your face? To lie? Look at his face. Because I'm texting Can with the right. Can you look at his camera right now? <laughs> He's got a you bachelor said, party story for us. Yes, yeah. I've never seen him turn yeah. red. Yeah. Adam's turning red on the <laughs> podcast. I've never Soy seen this boy in the house. So you do have a thing for Kim. So if Kim was We're cool, I have nothing bad to say about if her. To Kim, be honest, if you. Kim, honestly, if Kim was single, okay, and she had, you have, if Kim was single, yeah, and she sincerely liked you, you mean to tell me you wouldn't go on a serious, you wouldn't have, a, you wouldn't consider a serious relationship with Kim? You say no. <laughs> He's holding out for. Hang on a second. Tell us, it's a sincere. Probably By the not. way, how? Wait, you probably would not. Yeah, I mean, that's not, I mean, to be involved in that nonsense, I'm good. Is the show still on the air? Because if the show's still on no the air. No one's listening. Just so you know, no one's yeah. listening, no one's watching. But I'm asking you, yeah. if Kim had interest in Soyboy Adam Sosnick, okay, <laughs> a guy who's good in business, fun, hip, yeah. cool, trendy, takes care of his nails, very clean. You can get her into a couple clubs in salmon, Miami, help salad, her out. Salad, you know. Would you sincerely consider a relationship sure, with Sure, why not? Oh, you would? Sure, why not? Okay, all right, that's oh, good to know. So all the stuff you just said for others not to do, you... <laughs> Listen, do as I say, not as I do, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> uh, we just learned a lot about our You were going to drop that thing. I was saying no, no, no. You kept asking the question, yeah, sure. But, but I think the answer is I yeah. think the, the bigger question is which of those girls would I actually date if given the opportunity? Who would be? For sure, Kendall. Really? Yeah. Why? For sure. Why? 
I, she's uh, number one, gorgeous, supermodel. Um, she's real, meaning Kylie's. I mean, when I met Kylie, she was 15 years old. Yeah. I knew from the get go. I'm like, this girl is going to be a whole nonsensical. Now she's 22 years old. She looks like she's going to look like she's 40 in no time. Lip implants, fake tits, yeah. just facelifts. Yeah. Billion no dollars. <laughs> yeah, worth a bill. Yeah. I mean, Kendall's not doing so bad either, but Kendall's just naturally gorgeous. Naturally. Yeah, and she like she of all of them. Yeah. She stays under the radar as much as she yeah. possibly. I mean, she. I think she maybe uh, tolerates privacy a little bit more than the others. So, how, many, how many guys watching this can see uh, uh, Adam and Kim together, by the way? Yeah. If, if you can't see, comment sure. below, let us know. Can, can't you and, see Adam holding hands with the right Kim's got to see kids? this, by the way. Kim has got to see this. Kim brings her four kids with. Yeah, Kim's got to see this to just kind of get a lowdown on uh, Let's uh, text her. Adam. Let's text her right now. You got let's Kim's number right there. Let's see, let's see if she responds. <laughs> All right, so, so here we go. Uh, uh, Let's call her. You're not going to call her. Please leave your message for eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blocked. I'm blocked. Okay. All right. Uh, she has a number from the Valley. We know that. All right. <laughs> so, 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 okay. So, listen, that, that, that's, but 20, again, 20 seasons, 14 uh, Kudos years. To Congratulations. Kudos to people the mom. Are, a lot of respect. People are looking for angles on that tape yeah. right now. <laughs> Can they find the a number? A lot of respect. <laughs> They're sending it to the CIA. Can you enhance this video of yeah. Adam's phone? Aiken says, I'm telling Kanye right now that you have interest in his wife, but, uh, Somebody said yes. Uh, uh, Adam would have a sex change right afterwards. Hey, Pat, so. don't, don't, Pat, don't you, I mean, don't you? Hey, and, and Adam, this is for you too. But don't you think Kim wants to be taken serious now? And she's she is the I power. So. You know, maybe right next to Kim as far as who's going to say if we're going to be on that show right now. But if she she's evolving into something else, and maybe she thinks the E show is a little nonsensical for her or a little beneath her at this point. I don't know if it's beneath her. I don't think they can afford them anymore. I think E cannot afford them anymore because they're not at a point where. The amount of money they're going to want to ask. They're going to want to own the show. Like, they may be going into the era of thinking like Harpo. You know how Oprah went yeah. to Harpo and it's like, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't know. But Executive I, producer. I, I, I watch Kim. I watch Kim in interviews. And you can't teach that kind of swagger. By the way, do you know Kim's, Kim's got, birthday? I do not. Do you know when Kim's birthday is? When is Kim's birthday? I'm going to tell you right now. I have a feeling you're going to tell us what her birthday is. So like a February 29th type of a deal? No, 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 no. Here we go. She's born on the same day as Donald Trump. Christmas Day. When's your birthday? October 18th. She's October 21st. I'm not surprised. That's why she's killing it. Yeah. 1980. The difference is my videotape never made out. <laughs> <laughs> but when it does, when it does, the Greek God himself. My videotape is still safe. Okay. All right. So, uh, 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 so, so let's continue with this one here. So happy, happy birthday to Kim, early one, because yeah. I'm about to turn 42, by the way, a month from now. I'm kind of sitting there you thinking about it. Moving forward, I have to tell people I'm 42. I'm still thinking I'm like 35. How old are you? Yeah. 35, 4, 1. <laughs> you know? hey, let me ask you. Was 40 hard let me ask for you, you with the number 40? Yeah, I was going to ask no, you the same question. It didn't do nothing for me. 40 did not nothing. affect you at all. Nothing. How about I, you, Tom? It bothered me. The, just really? the, the, the thought of yeah. the number bothered no. me. It really did for a yeah. little while. I mean, not long term or anything, but then that I was going, this really sucks. I'm not really comfortable with yeah. four zero. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, for me, it's if you if if the man upstairs keeps me healthy for eight years, we're gonna do some crazy stuff. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Knock on if, wood. If he keep, that's the only caveat. You keep us healthy, give us eight years. He, he, history books are gonna write about what we're gonna be doing. We're just getting warmed up. So for me, I'm just I'm just learning how to you know Comment, do some of the things I, that I'd we're like doing. To, I'd like our audience to a. Write down their age. I'd like to see what the age of our audience. Are you 25? You're 35? You're 40? Like, see, who's listening? I, I, Aiken said, I look older than 42. Okay? No. You know, I think you look 
exactly my early 40s. I Os don't think Oscar's also born on October 18th. Well, Oscar, good for you. Boxing Oscar cat is October 11th. Write down, your, write down your age. And then also, if you can, comment if you think 40 is old, young, what it is now. I'd like to get the audience it's perspective. Young. Very young. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about... Uh, I don't know about 40 being old or young. A lot of people are 43, 28, 32, 30. I'm 35, excited to teach my 40s, reach my 40s. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if uh, uh, it's... Um, what do we get? Here, Adam, I have some advice for you if you mm -hmm. want to stay young. Sure. Kids. Kids when you're in your 40s, man, keeps you young. Kids like young your kids? I mean, it's an attitude. Yeah. I mean, if your kids well, gotcha. are all grown, you if you start having at? kids gonna young... Be, you're going to have yeah. no choice. Yeah, It yeah. will. Your It'll kids you are going to be in your 40s. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But by the way, Donald Trump was 59 in the interview with Larry King, and Larry King asked him, says... Any plans of having kids? Yeah, sure. I have a good grandkid. I have some kids. He says, uh, but you're 59. Yeah, and? He <laughs> says, look, when you have money, you know, you shouldn't hold back about having kids. And then Letterman well, Melania asked, was with him, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then Letterman asked, hey, congratulations. You just had a grandkid. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You know, Ivanka just had a, a, another grandkid, her and Jared. Congratulations to them. This is 2013. Mm -hmm. And he says, so... You know, how are you as a grandpa? He said, well, they call me Papa and all this stuff. He says, so how do you look at your kids? You know, what do you like? He says, well, you know, who are you going to give the empire to? And he says, well, you know, I look at uh, some of the kids. I have a couple of them that are vicious, and I feel good about them. A couple of them are a little too nice, if you can't be too nice, but a little too nice. Hashtag but Eric. <laughs> yeah, so he is like, he, he, he likes. He wants you to be a killer. He wants sure. to be a killer. And then he asks, he says, so how, do you spend time with your grandkids? He says, like uh, in Larry King, he says, look, Melania knows I'm not changing diapers. I'm not feeding the kids. I'm right. not doing any yeah. of that stuff. And quite frankly, I'm probably not going to be around with my kids. But he says, I'm a good parent from 21 years old and up. He says, that's <laughs> when I show up. That's right. He says, once you're 21, <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> you get out of school. He says, up until 21. By the way. Not really. At 21, I do my work. This might be a perfect segue that we discussed this weekend. Yeah. Have you seen how tall Baron yes. Trump is? Yes. This guy's this okay. guy's 6'10. Pull my, up the picture. My daughter, this guy is a 14-year-old. My NBA daughter player. is the this exact same. I can't believe humongous. this picture, by the way. I no, could not believe it. This guy is humongous. He was born in April of 2006. He's 14 years old. He is 14 tall. years old. He's an NBA player no, at this point. Go, go to, to that picture no, you're, no, you're, go, on the mouse. Go to the RNC because that's when we got to see him in public and really how tall he was. Right there, left. I mean, he's taller than Donald. Go Look to that one. This is oh my God! Kai, go to the one that they're in front of the White House. There you go, right there, Kai. Hey, you're, you're I, on it, Kai. Are you were you just on it. Kidding me? No, Pat. I spent Kai, a day with Melania right. one time. She's five ten, five eleven. Right there. Okay, there you go. Kai, the one in front Holy of the White House, buddy. Moly. I mean, Donald Trump that is one. six two. He's six three. Wow. That kid's because, at least six six. At well, age fourteen. That that height is helped by Melania. Oh yeah, it's without that a doubt. simple because yeah. she's five eleven. So. Yeah. Uh, 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 the other ones are are shorter. I don't know how tall Ivana is, and I don't know how tall. Here's uh, my prediction. Marla that kid, is that kid in. He's going to be a center for the Mavericks. He's 14. In that kid years. in 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 seven years is going to be a starting center for the <laughs> Washington D.C. Uh, what is it? The Washington Wizards. Wizards. Yeah. He's going to be wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. He's be playing in the NBA. <laughs> His father is going to oh be absolutely disgusted. Gosh. Let me tell Baron you. Baron in the bubble. The, Baron the in the bubble. Show. There it is. Baron in the I hate you, Dad. You, you raised me the wrong way. You never were there for me. For whatever I made the NBA reason, seven I don't foot. see that happening. Yeah, obviously. For whatever, I just don't see that happening with that family. <laughs> so, Pat, when you mentioned that, you know, Donald says at the age of 21 is when I take over as a dad. Yeah. So, Kai, other, go to that. Go back to one So, picture. in other words, when they come in for the job the interview Melania with him, the brown. he's interviewing for a job. Tell Boom, me a little right bit there. about yourself. Look at the size of him here. <laughs> That's right. I don't know nothing about my grandkids. <laughs> How tall is he, Pat? Give it. I mean, if Donald's 6'2", 6'3", 
How tall is he's, that kid? He's six five. You know what? Six, six five. five. I have the same least. jacket. Yeah, that's right. You guys have a similar jacket. You're, Zippers you're, except you're the other way. You're borrowing a fourteen year old's jacket. There and by the way, look at his eyes. He's got swagger. He nah. knows who he is. Yeah. He knows who he is. You know, they, they're doing a good job of keeping him under the radar screen, and kudos to them for doing that at the age of 14. Why, why do you say that? Because, you don't. Uh, I, when I saw everybody was astonished how tall he is, meaning we never see him. So, great job mm, not having him saying. out in public. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's a good point. I you see what you're saying. You said that your son Tico is complaining not, that his knees were hurting the other yeah. day. I'm growing. Yeah. I'm getting tall. I remember when I this grew nine inches in a year, man, my back and my knees were hurting nonstop. This guy must have literally grown Did a you foot learn? in nine? I grew nine inches in one year. Wow. Yeah, nine inches in one year. Look at and this. No, that, that's double the size of Mike Pence. Canes. You know who else did that? Anthony Davis for the that's Lakers. Right. That's why he was, he was a, a point, point guard. guard. Yeah, he was a point guard. From his sophomore to junior year in high school. The, yeah. That video right there, Kai. Oh, my wow. Gosh. Kai, go up to the video right there. Boom. Hit that. They both stand up at the same time. Stand up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's like, hey, what's up, Minnie Mike? How's it feel to be? Baron left the screen. He was so tall. His head is above the screen. Are you kidding? The guy I is can't six, get past six. the fact that Baron Pun is 6'6 six, six at 14 years old. He doesn't even fit in the picture, <laughs> yeah. but he stands up. Okay, you're right. He is 6'6. Six, six. Oh, my goodness. That's he's tall. tall. Yeah, Black good, Lives Matter in the NBA. Baron six, Bubble. Six. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, by the way, I'm telling you, imagine if he plays for the Mavs and my, Mavs sign him. Cuban signs yeah. Trump to play. <laughs> And he comes in wearing a MAGA hat to the game, and they ban the hats, you know. Unbelievable. Somebody asked a question the other day on Twitter from uh, Cuban. They said, hey, is, uh, are NBA players allowed to wear MAGA hats? And are they allowed to yeah. wear, you know, Make America yeah. again? And the response, you should have seen it. It was very interesting. He says, well, we have cops that work here that are Trump supporters. Cuban gave that answer. And, but the reality is I've not seen one NBA player wear a MAGA hat. But and you cannot tell me 100%. Because they're afraid. Fear. There's no way in the world 100% yeah. of all NBA players don't support Imagine Trump. they would There's be suspended. no way in the world. I literally think they You're would be suspended that if a, they wore. You're saying there's a few NBA players that do support there Trump. Has not to even be. A few. There has to be. It's not even a few, yes. but they're frightened if they do. And I, there would, might say, be, I would say 10%. Well, and yeah. there's going to be some that I, would I surprise you that support him. I guarantee you. they care you. about taxes. Well, here's the other thing. When they say, get out and vote, get out and vote. What if you say, I'm going to go vote? Not the way that you're encouraging me to. By the way, Baron Davis or Baron uh, Baron, Baron Trump, Trump. If he did go to the NBA, he'd be taking a pay cut probably. So maybe he might not do not it. Not only that, they'd probably take his knees out every single night. Yeah. He'd be like getting hurt. Mark and Man, yeah. A, a, a Morris would be going for his knees every single night. <laughs> He's going for people. It was just yeah. an accident. Morris, yeah. By you the know, way, shout out to my Miami Heat, the only team that has advanced to the conference finals. You know right what? Now. I, I like uh, them. Respect I like to them. Uh, Butler, man. How you about know, Pat Riley? It all starts with him. Respect that guy. To Godfather, baby. Yeah. Respect to Butler. You got to respect Butler because Butler, when he left Minnesota and all the other teams, well, you know, it's and now he's taking the heat to props to him. And he beat Giannis. He beat Giannis. He beat Giannis. There's no question about it. He beat Giannis. Giannis lost some confidence after they lost the second game. They should have won. And they lost it. I think after that, he, you could mm -hmm. tell in his mannerisms there was something going on with his confidence. Trivia question. Yeah. What movie was Jimmy Butler in? A good one. Office Christmas Party. You ever see that? <laughs> He office was Christmas an office party. Christmas party. Oh God, was he Jimmy that. Butler? Yeah. By the yeah. way, Jimmy Butler's got a sense of humor. You know what is crazy about Jimmy Butler? Hmm. Jimmy Butler was raised without a father. He lost his mom. He was homeless wow. in high school. Okay. Didn't get picked up by any team. Okay. Played for junior college. Eventually plays for a decent college. Marquette. Marquette is the yeah. last person drafted in the NBA draft. Really? Last Chip on his shoulder. Person. Mm -hmm. 
Last. He was Mr. Mr. Irrelevant of the NBA. He, he is wow. the Tom Brady guy that he was. Tom Brady was picked no 199. Idea, yeah. That's Jimmy Butler. Get out of here. I'm telling you. Yeah, I didn't know that. And Jimmy, Jimmy Butler took his game. So I'm not a Jimmy, Jimmy Butler fan. Right. But I respect anybody and, and that comes perfect, with a chip like that. And Pat Riley loves that. And uh, Miami's a perfect spot for him because, you know, lack of respect, he's going to thrive. So let's talk about some of these uh, billionaires that uh, are struggling financially. I think it's important for us to give them a little bit of love right now. Tech stocks are taking a hit. Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Alphabet, and Facebook fell uh, between 3, 3 to uh, 3.7% to 6.7% during regular trading hours at sessions low on Tuesday. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Tesla, Microsoft, Alphabet, and Netflix have collectively lost more than a trillion dollars in market capitalization since September 2nd. Let me say that one more time. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Tesla, Microsoft, Alphabet, Netflix have collectively lost a trillion dollars of market cap since September 2nd. Tesla stock drops. The share price decline came after Elon Musk's company was excluded from the uh, next round of additions to S&P 500 last week. A key shareholders cut its stake. Tesla stock plunged 21% on Tuesday, wiping $82 billion from the electric vehicle makers market capitalization down to below $310 billion. The company turned a fourth consecutive quarter profit in three months to June 30th, meeting the last benchmark's eligibility criteria. The committee may be wary of including Tesla given its volatile stock price, which had skyrocketed 400% this year and hit record highs. Is there anything to worry about with this, or is it just a seasonal thing? They're going to recover in no time and nothing's going to happen to them. Uh, I think a correction was necessary, certainly in the NASDAQ, for sure. But attention to all my investing friends out there. Hot tip, long-term investing, buy and hold, index investing. Long-term investing, buy and hold, buy and hold, buy and hold. Like, the strategy works. If you're doing day trading, like our Japanese friend who lost $40 million the other day, these are the types of swings that are going to make you panic and freak out, right? So, um it's time for a correction. Yeah. The NASDAQ is above where it was pre-pandemic levels. So was the um, S&P. But these are, this, these are necessary things, a correction territory. And I don't think, I heard, unless you're day trading and you're like, oh my God, the stock then in and out. For a long-term investor, this should not be panicking. I heard a good quote. The froth was blown off the market, so maybe a little mm -hmm. of the foam yep. on top, like it makes sense. You know, you look at Tesla's stock still at what three hundred and thirty dollars. You know what it was at its IPO in two thousand and ten when they went public. If you bought stock, seventeen bucks. So you're still doing pretty good yeah. if you got in on that right. IPO. Um, yeah. So that and you look at you know when you talk about the all these tech stocks. So Apple drops what seven percent. So that's about seventy billion maybe that they lost in market value. That's probably more than 99% of all companies are worth, what they lost in one day, right? Isn't it? When you start talking about companies that are valued at over a trillion, it's mind-boggling to think just what that means. It's staggering. It's unbelievable, mm -hmm. really. 70 billion. Kai, thoughts? Elon Musk lost $16.3 billion in that one day. That could help him in his court case, his a lower network. settlement. Right? $16.3 billion he lost in a day what he lost i think the the biggest story here yeah. i mean look correction territory the dow i mean plummeted the s p plummeted this is in march the nasdaq plummeted it's grew 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 since then so i, I don't see anything obviously these massive numbers he lost 20 billion he lost this he, i don't think it's crazy the biggest story is that tesla got left off the new s p yeah. 500 and companies like etsy and 
Teradyne and Catalan. Companies I've never heard of. I've heard of Etsy. It's political. We're left off. Do you think it is political? I don't know I, if it's political. I, you know, but, but you look at the power of car companies, right? And, it, it, you know, they're, they're not happy about, you know, what he's taken out of their, their market. So, yes, I believe, uh, you know, I, absolutely lobbyist. I think they can get something like that done for sure. Here's why I say yes. Bernie Madoff used to be the head of NASDAQ. So if that's possible, anything's possible. That, that, does, that does make a, a point there. But, I mean, do, do you think amongst billionaires, Elon Musk is hated? Do you no. think he's the guy that billionaires are kind of like, screw him, you know, he's no. growing too fast, why, he's making too much all. money? Why, why would they, why I would think they that, hate him? I think competition, they, you're saying? You ever seen a video between him and Jeff Bezos? You ever seen these guys go at it or no? No, I have Against each other? You've so never you seen think it. it's personal? What I'm, asking, no, what I'm asking you right now is, in that league, okay, is there, is there competition to the point where they're not liking this one guy coming up as quickly as he is? I is there an element of that? I think they're, I think they're buying that? his cars. I, I, it's been no, longer it's than people think. Video. You know, he, I don't think so. My my first reaction is no. I think right they there. have to respect. Elon Musk it. completely destroys uh, Jeff Bezos. Huh. Buck twenty three, right there. Click on that and watch this. Behind me is the fir world's first fully reusable rocket. You've seen rockets lift off, but you've never watch seen this. one land before. <laughs> you can imagine that if if planes were not reusable, uh, very few people would fly. You know, seven forty seven is about $300 million. Um, you'd need two of them for a round trip. Um, and yet, I don't think anyone here has paid half a billion dollars to fly. It's like getting in your 747 and you know, flying across the country and then throwing the 747 away. You only use it one time. Jeff who? <laughs> it will dramatically reduce the cost of space exploration. Some estimate Meaning by Bezos is using by 100 gold. So what does this mean yeah. for the future of space exploration yes. that you pulled this off? Well, what we've done is we've demonstrated that it's possible. But he was also very quick to point out the difference between space and orbit, suggesting that perhaps what Blue Origin pulled off is somewhat easier. Is he right about that? Uh, no, he's not. You know, the, the, uh, what SpaceX is trying to do is actually very similar. You're obviously a very competitive person. You're competing with the likes of Jeff Bezos, uh, in uh, Jeff who? <laughs> <laughs> it just shows he's got a personality, and I think he took it personally because he he's so invested in space travel. Yeah, yeah. They weren't comparing, you know, the monetary yeah. net worth. No, I, I just wonder if there is this uh, element of a new guy coming in where, you know, here's here's how I've studied competition. I've been part of uh, what it is to be an underdog, and then you're coming up. And knowing the guys that uh, initially love you, and then they notice, oh my gosh, this guy's gonna crush us. And then there's an element of animosity and hatred until there's acceptance. It's like that one quote that goes, first they, uh, 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 what is it? First they uh, uh, criticize you, then they demonize you, then you, it's self-evident. Like there's a quote, just, just putting first and then put self-evident, the quote will come up. The whole point is, originally when you, initially when you're coming up, it's kind of like, who the hell is this guy? Just another guy that's going to come in, you know. You take, they talk so much crap about you, which they've done with Elon Musk. And then when you're competing with them and they're still at the same level as you, this is when they start, you know, defamation of character. Oh, this sure. is when they come after you. And then all of a sudden, 10 years later, they say, look, let's just face it. We're not in his league. It's like that whole dream team game, the greatest game ever played that nobody ever saw in the Olympics. Dream team in 1992 when San Magic Diego, Johnson's right. talking Training. smack. 
And all of a sudden, Jordan's on the other team. And then Larry Jordan. Bird says, "Listen, the new, he's the new chief. Listen, relax. This guy's better than us. You have to accept that." And I don't know if that's what's happening with them. And politics behind closed doors is saying, "Let's not put them in SMP yet. They don't belong." There. I, I think it only happens if they're directly competing against them in the same industry, like you see Bezos yeah, and yeah. Elon Musk. Other than that, I think they're only think. worrying about what their money's doing that day. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. So let's let's talk about a little bit of Buffett. What is Buffett doing? All these years, he talks about he's not going to invest into technology, and he's now. You know, you're constantly hearing about technology, technology, technology with them. Buffett, Berkshire, Buff, uh, Berkshire Hathaway is set to invest more than $550 million on Snowflake when it goes public. According to the Cloud Data Group's amended S1 filing, the billionaire's investor company uh, will buy uh, uh, approximately 3.1 million Class A shares in a private placement and purchase over another 4 million shares uh, from former Snowflake CEO Robert Muglia. This means Berkshire Hathaway would own 19%. Salesforce's strategic ventures arms have also agreed to invest another $250 million. Berkshire Hathaway, okay? Warren Buffett. We talked about this briefly yesterday. How old is he? He's 90. 90. And how old is Munger? 96. 96 and 90. How much of the decisions, I think you asked yesterday, Mm -hmm. is Buffett making? And how much of the decision is someone else making? Or have they come to a realization that, look, we have to start investing into technology. We can't constantly avoid technology anymore. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are, I equate it to, okay, Bill Belichick is the greatest at what he does. If Bill Belichick is still a head coach at 91, I think he's lost a step. I don't think he can call the same defenses, come up with the same game yeah. plan. I, I just think Warren Buffett has such a legacy. It, doesn't he expose himself to some bad decisions now if he's actually making the calls himself and, and tarnishing that a little bit at the age of 91? How can he do what he does best at the same level as he did 20, 30 years ago? I think he's he's facing a, a, an opportunity here to do some damage if he's making these decisions. So my guess is he's not making the decisions. You don't think he's making no, the decisions? not at the age of 91. I just don't think you could be sharp enough to be doing it. Listen, this is ageism right here. He is 90, not 91. Come on, Tom. I thought he was 91. Okay, maybe he's 90. No. Um, no, it's funny. We, we talk about... 90, my bad. No, it's all good. He just turned 90, actually. Okay. Uh, two weeks ago. Um, we talk about Biden being old. He's 75, 76. We talk about Trump being old. He's 72, 73. Freaking 90 years old, Warren Buffett. 96, Charlie Munger. But... And number one, I do think he's still pretty sharp, and I do think he's making some of the calls, not all of them. Uh, I went and found out who his next in line are. You got uh, Greg Abel, who is the essentially VP or co-chairman or executive chairman. He's age 56. Mark Hamburg, CFO, 69. Ajit Jain, 67. So he's got a young, younger bench in their 50s and 60s who are likely kind of doing a little more of the heavy lifting and saying, hey, I mean, think about it. Warren Buffett and these guys, they were investing in McDonald's, Coca-Cola, Dairy Queen, insurance companies. Some of these younger guys in their 50s, 60s are probably saying, look, we might need to start considering tech. We might need to start looking into a little bit gold a little bit. So I think Buffett's still kind of, you know, steering the ship. But some of these younger guys are probably coming in being like, you're freaking 90, Warren. Like, <laughs> let us help out a little bit. But the guy, what do you think? If you watch him at his shareholder meeting, the guy is still, still got sharp it. at 90 years old. And by the way, don't forget a few things here. This is what we're forgetting. You made a very good point about Biden and, uh, and Trump, where they're at right now. Keep in mind that 
medicine's gotten better. Mm-hmm. If you have money, you have the best doctors. Yeah. You, have, you, you can pretty much keep your, all your data with your health and where you're at. And you, you can yeah. have somebody full-time to pay a doctor $500,000 a year that's yeah. just working full-time for you to make sure your health is good. Of course. When you're worth $90 billion, what the hell is, let me hire the best doctor. He's got one patient, and it's me. You have one job is to make sure I live as long. And I'll give you a bonus for every year I live longer. (laughs) That's what you do when you have that kind of money. But at the same time, Kirk Kerkorian, think about Kirk Kerkorian, okay? Here's a legendary business guy. We had a call yesterday with one of his right-hand guys. uh, uh, Mario had a call with uh, Eric, uh, 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 one of the producers of the movie The Promise, which talks about the Armenian genocide. And... Uh, Eric saw my interview with uh, Aram Hamparian when we talked about the challenges Armenia is having with Azerbaijan. And then he saw me mentioning Kirk Kikorian that gave a billion dollars to Armenia. That's right. what he did. Kirk Kikorian died at 98. 98. You know what his people say about him, about Kirk Kikorian? He was still doing deals before he died at 98. Hmm. Think wow. about that. Because, because here's when they asked Trump yesterday, Trump, he says, uh, 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 Larry King says, so how are you going to, are you okay? He asks Melania, are you okay with him not being around all the time, with him working all the time? Like, you know he's not going to be there for dinner all the time. She says, I'm not here to change him. I know who I married. I accept him for who he is. I'm going to stop him from working. I know who he is. I'm very comfortable with the man I married. So he is lucky because he married right. He's not lucky. He married right. He married somebody that accepted who he was and who he is and not try to change him, okay? And they seem very happy. But on the other side that you got to look at is he says, listen, man, I don't work. I love doing deals. I love doing real estate. I love making deals. He says, I love making deals. I love making deals. Buffett, Munger, Kirk, Trump, these guys are playing a game. They're not doing anything but playing a game. And the moment they stop playing, I was at Ronald Reagan Hospital in L.A., with Dudley the day John Wooden died, okay? I was at the hospital. I was downstairs. I was uh, uh, sitting down with him. Him and I had lunch together at the hospital. And while we're at the hospital, he was their family's pastor, the last pastor. You kept seeing all these old UCLA players and Laker play, and all these players that would show up. Kareem showed up. Everybody mm-hmm. was showing up. A lot of people played for uh, John Wooden. Did he make it to 80, 90, He, died, he, he was, died at yeah. 99. I want to yeah. see if I'm wrong about that. I think he died at 99 yeah, he, years he old, John Wooden. a long, long life. And, and, and I'm sitting there saying, well, how, how is this guy making it so far? Is it 99 or 98? I may be off. Uh, 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 go, he, okay, th- he died at UCLA. There Eight, you go. 99, wow. 99 years old. Okay, there you go. So I was right. I was there the day he died, by the way. I was at the hospital the day he died, June 4, 2010. So I ask, 99 years? When you look at the game you're playing and you love it and you love people and you love advancement, improvement, you have a reason to live. So do I think Buffett and Munger are sitting there kind of saying, well, you know, we're still playing the game. They're excited about it. But I think the real question is the following question. This is the part that I'd love to see him talk more about is when you're 90, you've been your way for a long time. And a lot of people have tried to give you advice who were wrong and you stuck to your advice and you've been right more than wrong against people's advice. So when you said you're not going to mess in technology and people said, oh, he's wrong. And the 1999 tech bus mm-hmm. boom took place, the bubble, he was, he right. was right. Yeah. But is he at a phase right now where he's saying, look, I may have been right then, but I have to make some adjustments now and pivot. 
if if a 90-year-old man who's been right most of the time when it comes down to investments can say something like that, I think a lot of the younger investors can learn a lot from him to say, sometimes you got to pivot. Sometimes you got to adjust to see what's going on. That's why I'm curious to know they're investing more into these types of things than they have ever in the past before. Well, and here's the other question. At the age of 90, he's involved at some level and probably at a big level. But if something doesn't go right and he wasn't involved, he's going to be the one that's going to take the fall for it because nobody knows who his lieutenants are anyway. Yeah. So it, it, he's almost like a marketing director at this point, too, because he's a brand. And, and it, his brand is synonymous with winning investments. If that were to be tarnished at all uh, at the age of 90, it could hurt him. Yeah, three, every year I hold a meeting uh, uh, where I bring all my top insurance carriers and I put them at a Crescent uh, Hotel in Dallas, which if you've never seen the Crescent property, it's a beautiful property. And we take them out to Capitol Grill the night before. We spoil them. Typically, these insurance companies spoil you, but we spoil them. And then the next day when we start the meeting, I go through all the good, bad, ugly. I start off with all the mistakes that we made that year, everything that we talk about. Three years ago, one of the gifts I gave to all my attendees was a yellow book by Buffett. That's like 300 pages long. I don't know if you've seen this or not. It's every letter he's ever written to shareholders. Hmm, if really? you've never seen like this- Like once a year he'll do yeah, a letter? It's a, it's a put Amazon Buffett shareholder book. Just type in uh, Amazon uh, Buffett shareholder book. Uh, uh, let's see if it comes up. Keep, that's the one right there. Okay, it doesn't have a lot of reviews. But if you wanna see this guy's writing, it's from 1965 to 2014. Every single letter to shareholders is in there. If you've never bought this and you're watching this, I don't make a penny off of this. I highly recommend you buy this and go through some of the ways he communicates with his following. You know, go go through some of the ways he communicates with his investors and his buyers. You know, it's a very interesting perspective. I think 20 years from now, 30 years from now, we're going to talk about Buffett in a way of Einstein. We talk about Einstein today. Einstein didn't die 300 years ago. Einstein mm -hmm. died just a few de decades ago. Buffett's going to go into history books as a mind that many people are going to copy. And he's seen as the Michael Jordan of his industry, if mm -hmm. you really think about it. You know, he's seen as that in his industry. So A couple but, quick points just on Buffett. Go just for it. While we're on this. Number one, the majority of his money he made after age 60. Let me say that again. He was worth $50 million at 52. Okay. So now he's worth $80 billion. Yep. So we talk, initially this conversation started with, you know, He's 90 years old. How much is he yep. still doing? Like, and then we talked about, you yep. know, so I come from the life insurance settlement industry, which the key, you know, X factor is longevity. I know about longevity, the, long, uh, the risk markets. And you talked about, you know, if you're 90 years old, you have a, if you're wealthy, you have a full-time person on staff whose job is just to keep Warren alive, healthy, doing his thing. So what's my point to all our, our young entrepreneurs out there? who are just starting their grind or 30 years old, maybe they're 40 years old and they haven't quote unquote made it yet. Use Warren as an example. He didn't make his billions until age age 60. There's a good chance if you're out there and if you're in your 30s and 40s and you're still hustling and you're on your grind, you're gonna live to 80, you're gonna live to 90, no problem. So the grind keeps going. And if you love what you do, you'll work into your 90s, no problem. Is that your first point? What's your second point? You said a couple points. I think that was all of them. Okay, that was so all that was two points and one point. We like that. Very good point. Yes, you're right. I think at 50 uh, uh, some years old, he was worth. Uh, okay, so that's the number. He was he was worth 67 at 47, and now he's worth 80 billion dollars. Uh, the story of compound interest. The hustle doesn't and stop. Is my point. Buy and hold. So last but not least, I say we finish with this story here. Mulan boycotting. Okay, Mulan boycotting. The movie that came out. 
uh, Mario went and watched it, and he said it's a phenomenal movie. I know Mario's sitting there right now saying, don't watch it. Mario came in saying. He claimed he didn't watch he it. He claimed he didn't he watch like, it, but like, he no, loved it. I would never it. watch that. But he watched it. He and watched he, it twice from He what said I it was insane. So <laughs> he loved it. He loved the movie. It says the movie was partially filed in China. Film. This yeah. is the Films. same. I'm sorry, filmed in China. This is the same region where there are uh, there have been many human rights abuse against millions of members of ethnic Muslim minority groups. Main actor Lu Yefi Mulan voiced support for Hong Kong police and the Chinese military government. Police has been using violent force against the Hong Kong protesters. It is suspected that she is forced to back China's public pol- policies, where they free will. Uh, or propaganda statements, okay? Film actors and studio like Jackie Chan are forced to promote pro-CCP values. This also creates issues for Disney. The Eldorado, uh, this also creates issues for Disney. So you're hearing some of the stuff that's going on with these guys that you're making movies, yet you're coming out saying things about China. You got to be careful about what you're saying. Now they're saying to boycott the movie. Are you following the story, Adam, at all? What's going on? Are you following any of this? What's going on? I'm following the bigger story here, not so much the Mulan thing. What's the bigger story? The bigger story is that in China, which is a obviously communist country, there's major human rights violations. Major, major. And the center of that is in the western region of China, which closely borders Pakistan and India and... uh, there's uh, Bangladesh, Turkestan, or Tajikistan. There's a lot of Muslims in that area, and they call the Uyghur Muslims, spelt, uh, I think, with a U uh, anyway. And they're full-on set up labor camps, concentration camps, where these people are forced to work. Ironically, they, what they're saying is if you follow the trail of this work, these people are forced into labor camps, and they've been making the face masks uh, that we've been we- wearing here in the United States. So the bigger story here is that China is just continually violating human rights um, and uh, it just these Uyghur Muslims. And then an offset of that is this this little story with Mulan and whatever they, they got going it on. It seems like a very China thing to do, to make an actress that's going to star in the number one Disney movie when they don't even have theaters open, so you know how big this thing is going to be, to make her, force her to have these statements. 100%, I believe, she was forced to. What, what, what would she benefit for commenting about the, or about the Hong Kong police, right? So absolutely, China put her up to this. Uh, it, it makes it difficult. Uh, it's already a horrible year for Disney, if you think about it. You know how much money they're losing on their theme parks? Mm. 30 million a yeah. day. A day. 30 million a day. And this, you know, this, the, if you indirectly support China, which kind of Disney does because they own ESPN, which televises the NBA. I mean, and, and it's a slippery slope. When you, when you go after the general manager of the Houston Rockets for supporting the people of Hong Kong, right, and you attack him. You know, personally, and almost cost him to lose his job. You're you're on a very very slippery slope, and I just go back to this 100% that she was forced to make those statements. But um, it's just making for a more trying year for Disney and uh, questions they have to answer that they never thought they'd have to. Because they, they thought this was going to be yeah. the feel good story, the Mulan movie. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a completely different perspective here. So uh, yesterday when I'm talking to Yuna Lee, and she was 24 years old when she left South Korea to come to the States. She wanted to go into film. I said, why'd you want to go into film? She says, because I thought the biggest impact I could make in the world is through film. Hmm. I was going to make film and tell stories, right? And this is how I was going to make impact because a lot of times we are inspired by movies we watch. I grew up watching 
uh, cartoons in South Korea about North Korea, and we saw them as all red pigs and all this other stuff. So it influenced me as a kid. I said, okay. So she comes to the States, goes eventually and gets her uh, degree from Columbia University, which is one of the best schools out there for journalism and, and that field that she was going into. I agree with her that one of the biggest ways to change people's thinking is through movies and film, okay? When you think about Titanic, now obviously we had this conversation briefly yesterday together. When you think about Titanic, Luis, who do you think about? When you think about Titanic, what do you think about? Leo. <laughs> you think about who? Leo. Leo DiCaprio. What do you think about when you think about the movie uh, uh, Titanic? You have, you've never seen Titanic? Okay. So what do you think about when you think about the movie Titanic? Okay, so so Titanic. When you think about it, you 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 know most people think about you know you know she's standing King like of this. The world. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh my gosh! I think great, a Celine Dion. Yeah, a great love story and all this other stuff that you got between the two of them. Okay, great. You know the original Titanic wasn't starring you know DiCaprio and all that. The original Titanic, the director and the producers. And the funders of the original Titanic was Hitler's Nazi regime. They yeah, that produced was the original the Titanic. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the director of Titanic, when it first came out in 1943, started speaking out against the Nazi regime. You know what happened to the guy? He got fired by who? Hitler. Hitler was involved in the story of the Titanic. I'm sure, he was more than fired. Right, do it could you have been know? Worse. Well, fired's got different definitions uh, yeah, exactly. behind it. But do you know? Do you know who was the hero in the original <laughs> Titanic? Probably some sort of Nazi. Uh, A Nazi soldier yeah, exactly. was the hero in the original Propaganda. Titanic. Propaganda. Exactly. What is the moral of the story? What I'm telling you right now is, China. Go on a freaking. China uh, is realizing cruise. the way you impact the world on how they view China is through movies and cartoons, and they are brilliant. They are so brilliant, and you got to watch them very, very closely because there are so many subliminal messages that you are not going to catch. So, yes. So it, are you are you saying they're like a big investor in Disney so they can have some control on the script? 100%. Okay. I'm not even putting it 90%. 100%. Why? Because China doesn't have the best reputation around the world. So where do you start? You have to start either through movies or music. Okay, you can't really do music right now, okay, because mm -hmm. music is a complete different game. You can do movies and cartoons. And what's the best age you can start controlling people's Kids. minds? Yeah. Kids, not older. Let me go and do that with cartoons. So, yes, I do believe China's playing a card like that. And, you know, with a lot of these cartoons and things that are taking place, you got you to gotta be very careful. My kids were watching cartoons, and I'm like, babe, what the hell was that right there? She's, what do you mean? I said, okay, guys. Get out of here. Go to the other room real quick. I want you to watch this real quick, babe. Watch this. What, what does that look like to you? She says, babe, that's crazy. I said, why the hell are they putting this on Netflix? I'm not okay with this. Cartoons that have subliminal messages that you and I would catch. What was it? I'm not going to talk about it, but yeah. you would catch. You're like, what the hell is this all about? So the point is you got to be kind of involved nowadays because if you don't, it's not even about sex and you yeah. know, uh, homosexual and all this other stuff. The concern is, isn't even about that. It's about who's the hero. Who's the hero? Who's the hero? You got to watch it very, very closely. And you're seeing that happening with movies right now where a lot of the biggest Hollywood stars, you tell a Hollywood star, I'm going to give you $40 million for a movie. They'll do anything for you. Mm -hmm. You're going to give me $40 million? Absolutely. And we're going to make you hero with 1.5 billion viewers. All we want you to say is nothing bad about China. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, don't worry about it. I'm good. Give me the $40 <laughs> yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple. Here you go. Sign the contract. 
just say good things about us and say, most people don't understand their way of living. You have to understand who, if you've never lived it, you have to understand them. We have to understand it. We have to understand them. No, no. What you have to understand is they're driven by power and they have a vision made in 2025, made in China 2025, and they're pretty serious about it. What do you, and, what do you think is the end game for them? Do they want to rule the world? They want power like you don't. They want to impose their way of thinking on the world. At uh, what point does it turn into military? conflict do you think is that part of their plan too well they're not a military uh, uh, although they're investing obviously they double the nukes and all that other stuff that they're doing they have to get stronger on the military side but their game is a different game and they kind of gave us a flavor with the last five six months what happened uh, uh in sure. march when By we had sending, a shutdown okay. here yeah i mean they're the people people are one one day when we watch this and things come out like you know you watch the movie argo and cia cannot reveal all the stories for 30 years that's a number you always hear about 30 years you can't know the real truth well, when you find that 30 years later, you don't emotionally care about it as much as you do in the moment. Mm -hmm. But when 30 years from now, we find out what really happened right now, because someone's going to come out. I mean, you can't treat the people of China the way you are right now for too long. Right. Social media is not helping these guys out. And these sanctions, these things that are going on right now, if this guy gets reelected, Trump gets reelected, China is hating life if Trump gets reelected. Trump gets reelected, Iran's hating life, China's hating life, and North Korea's hating life, because North Korea's backing is China. So... You know, China gradually, the, the way they're doing it is they're going through regions that need money and countries that mm -hmm. need money, and they're giving it to them. And their last enemy they face is who? America. Mm. It's going to be the last one. You don't put America patient. first. You <laughs> right? go, and they're long-term yeah. thinkers. They go one by one by one by one by one, and it's okay. Now that we have more than 50% of the world that is on our side, now you better listen to us. Mm. Here's what we expect. We want you to add this into your education. We want you to add this into your history books. We want you to have replace uh, Spanish with Chinese. We want you to replace language with this. We have to be very, very careful with what kind of influence these guys mm -hmm. want to have because once they control media and TV and movies, you're kind of in trouble if that takes place. Right, Anyways, especially if you're starting with the biggest movie that comes out. Yes, especially if you're uh, star, you know, coming out with the biggest movie that Mario loved and has watched three times yeah, in the yeah. first week. Shout out to Mario. I know he's listening to this year. Mario's a big fan of cartoons. He loves cartoons and romance. Like every time when you're in Mario's office, Mario's always got a romance novel next to him. I think he's <laughs> read Fifty Shades of Grey at least three or four times. Like, didn't he write a paper about it on Fifty Shades of Grey and submitted it for a review? He's got the longest <laughs> Amazon review on Fifty Shades of Grey. He's and a sensitive uh, soul. That very, he's got that side to him. He's got that side he to does. him. So anyways, he gang, does. this is officially our ninth episode. This is officially our ninth episode. I have a long list of friends that I can't bring on Valuetainment interviews, but I can finally bring on Valuetainment podcast. So you're going to see a lot of my friends from different backgrounds over the next few months that are going to be coming onto this podcast with us here uh, as we're bringing different folks. But I've really enjoyed the last episode with Tom as well. We're doing this again. Is it Friday, 8 a.m.? We're doing yes. it again Friday at 8 a.m. It's scheduled that we will do this again this Friday, 8 a.m. If you haven't yet subscribed, we cracked 2,000, all because of all of you out there. If you haven't put a thumbs up yet and subscribe and click the alert button, please do so. Put that thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, click the alert button, and if you've not yet watched or read that article with Jared Kushner, Time Magazine, we have that in the comment section. Mm -hmm. Take care, everybody. We will do this again in the next two days. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.